the Gonzalez family covering their butts? Um, do you think those texts are fake? Any of the texts we talked about? Because we talked about numerous. Yeah. Um, I'm just, do you think Blum was in the wrong uh, for what he wrote? Do you think there's any truth to this article? I definitely want to know what you guys think. Um, and yeah, I just, I hope the family is doing okay. Yeah, me too. And I hope Blum comes out with a more explanation. Yep, more details around it. Yep. Hello, hello, everybody. Wait, let me make sure I'm not going to get playback here. Like that. Dude. The Rex Hurman press conference is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it uh probably tomorrow. There there's a lot going on with Idaho 4 stuff too. Okay. Yeah. So, but the Rex Hewerman stuff is crazy. And it's exactly like we predicted. There's just no way that there's not uh additional bodies. Well, it doesn't he's connected to all of the women on the beach. Yeah. He did, he did all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested in uh Hey Casey. What is that little blue thing? What little blue thing? Right here. I think it's an emoji. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Hello everybody. Oh, Sherry from Beverly Hills. That's awesome. That is my old stomping grounds. Generally, generally. I yeah, went to school really. in uh, Los Angeles and uh, lived in Huntington Beach, lived in San Bernardino, um, Rancho Cucamonga, all over the place. All of SoCal. So we're super stoked you're here. Appreciated and welcome. All right, we will do the intro here. Give me one second. One thing I want to do is, wait, I'm having an ADHD moment. There we go. I knew it would come to me. All right. Welcome, everybody. This is the True Crime Talk Show. Um, my name is Brendan. And I'm Malia. Yes, and she is Malia. And uh, <laughs> Why do you always do that? <laughs> because it's funny. 
And uh, this is brought to you by Thought Riot Podcast. And um, this is the follow-up to the premiere that we just released. And we just talked about the Blum vs. Gonsalves topic, which that came out last week. Of course, our recordings are about a week behind for our pre-recorded content. And for anybody that's new, if you're... Uh, if you view us live and our pre-recorded content, the trick is to so you know, uh, well, the screen, of course, uh, it'll say true crime talk show on there, but uh, the background's different. So we will be in this background when we're live and we will have the green grassy background because it's always greener on the other side uh, for our pre-records. So welcome, everybody. And we we have a ton of t to talk about with Idaho Four stuff. Yeah, and tomorrow we definitely have to get into Gilgo. Yeah, <laughs> we have to. Well, I mean, tomorrow we have more Idaho Four stuff. I would suggest saving the Gilgo for Friday, and I will try and get that edit done quick, and then talk about it Sunday. That's what I would do. Okay. Personally. But we'll let you guys decide. You should put up a vote, see what they want. Um, but yeah, we are on all podcast platforms, everybody. Uh, we have most of our involvement from our viewers on YouTube, but we have a ton of people that watch us on Spotify, on Apple, on, oh gosh, I don't even remember them all, Amazon, Google, uh, podcast, or um pod box i think or hey. cast box it's cast box right and um so wherever you're watching welcome we appreciate all of you and uh yeah we love hopping on here and having a good time with everyone we'll say hellos 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 welcome ian michael amanda dara gati ch Ian again, just as a reminder, he's the prisoner of the chat. CH, Casey, Annie, Sherry, and Sherry, a new viewer. That's super awesome. That's cool. You're from Beverly Hills, too. I'm jealous of that weather. We're in Chicago now, and uh, you just you don't get used to cold weather once you grow up in Southern California. So, but there's benefits out here, too. You know, Amanda. Did I miss anybody? I'm probably the worst person to LA, Elvis, Kim, Peace, Love, Madison. All right. So I feel like we have talked quite a bit about the Blum stuff. Um, we can we can do a brief rundown of some of the theories and topics around it, though, um, because Ian brought up a couple good ones. We do get seasons, but that's OK. I would trade all the seasons for the the nice weather. But uh, so Ian brought up a couple of good points with the Blum articles. Now, there's a lot of people out there that despise him now. And I think that's a very important 
point to look at when we're talking about and thinking about this topic now that I've had time to chew on it for about a week and really figure out how I feel about it. I'm I'm way over the top optimistic. Hey, Debbie, I don't think I said your name. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm way optimistic with everything. So I try and look at the positive side of things in any situation just because I personally would rather be wrong assuming the best of somebody than be wrong assuming the worst of somebody. And that's just personal preference. I understand everyone's just is a little bit different in how they do things. Um, but I, I would like to assume that Blum had the best intentions. Now we, we will never know. We won't know at all. Um, it, it, just a few leading theories out there are, um, like Ian had brought up that Steve was in on it, right? We've seen Steve say multiple times that, hey, you law enforcement need to do your job. Don't make me do your job. I think that cameras need to be in the courtroom. Don't take this away from the people who are bought in and care about this. You know, he's been advocating for his family and simultaneously advocating for the rest of the nation. And I, I personally feel like he sees the value in having all these people interested in this situation and feel how horrible this situation was. So I think one of the theories is that this could be Steve taking things into his own hands. I think that's a realistic possible theory. And that's one of those things we will never know. We just won't know. And it's important when looking at that, that Blum essentially caved his career at least temporarily right now because all the media hate him. All of the media hate him. I haven't seen one bit of media that has had his back, mainstream media. They, they're all saying that, like, how could you? This is horrible media. This is why you shouldn't trust people like that. This is why you shouldn't trust people who are trying to make money off of uh, a crime like this. And uh, he was respected, you guys, and, and respected enough. I know there are people out there that say, he he's never been trustworthy, but here's the thing. He was on 48 hours. So he was respected enough to be asked on 48 hours as an opposing expert to the leading media theory. That says a lot to me. You know, I, they, they take that, they take 48 hours as serious as, as you can be. And they're not going to let, some random person off the streets come on there and uh, and 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 pitch their their ideas, you know, and I think that says a lot. Now, do I see him getting any offers for anything like that in the near future? No, I think by publishing this, he has handicapped himself that that's just my opinion. So I think that could add worth to him feeling like he was obligated to put this information out, therefore putting his position in a positive light, if that makes sense. Do you guys get where I'm coming from with that? I'm going through kind of like major issues right now. I can't comment in the chat at all or create a poll or anything. Okay. Look, well, I have to create a channel to join the chat while I'm literally signed into our channel. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How come I can't comment in our own live chat? I'm not sure. But um, let me know if you guys agree with that. Um, 
So I think the fact that, and Blum's been doing this a long time. I personally don't think that he didn't look at the situation and expect this to happen. He knew he was going to piss off half of the population, right? There, there's a cut down the middle with people that feel like the police have done everything fair and Brian's a monster and everything that the police needed to do had been done and had been done with the public's best interest in mind. Then you have a cut down the middle and the other side that see major holes think based off of his past, based off of other uh, evidence with serial killers and, and, and mass killers um, that, that he doesn't match that MO. So they feel like there's a possibility that there could be some shadiness going on here. Now, Blum knew he was going to piss off one of those sides by doing that. I don't know if he hopped into this realizing he was going to piss off everybody. I don't think he thought he was going to make anybody mad, being honest. I don't know. Steve's like beloved. They love Steve and Blum smart enough to know. I, I, one thing I wanted to do was pull up the Blum article and see how many times he literally named Steve. It's, it has to be a ton, dude. And he's literally throwing Steve out to the cold saying, Hey, this is what's been going on. And uh, some of the things he's claiming are against the law. So I do think he knew he was going to catch some backlash, but did he expect it to be the normal media backlash? Probably. You know? Probably. He probably, because you can't comment on the Idaho 4 case without people either hating you or loving you. You know what I mean? Aligning themselves with you or drawing a line, you know? Yes. So I, I'm sure he thought, you know, that it would just be another one. You know what I mean? Another little bombshell drop that everybody talks about and people complain and then you know other people are like whoa i i'm sure that's what he expected yeah so i i was gonna get to that theory too jay ray i i'm not bought into this theory you guys so understand when we're going through these theories i am this is not me saying this is what i believe um i'm i'm just trying to create a think tank here and track these potential theories that I believe could be one of them. Now, we can hop on to this one that you're talking about, Jay Ray, and that Blum had been acting in good faith the entire time. And I'll try to get to some of the questions and stuff like that as we talk about this, especially since you brought it up, Jay Ray. So if anybody has any other theories or possible suggestions, outcomes, things like that, um, but I think that's a realistic theory, too, that Blum, um, what, is it still not working? I think I have to add the channel as a moderator now, so I think I have to. I'm figuring it out, but go ahead. Um, but Blum had been acting in good faith the entire time. He received text messages through air mail. I don't know who received them. Uh, it doesn't talk about that. Of course, they protect sources. I wouldn't expect anything less than that. But um, they received these text messages, and Blum had believed that 
these were meant to come to him. He was allowed to talk about them. And that's why he said at the top of the article that, hey, I have not talked directly to Steve. This is where I got it from. Um, I, I think that's a realistic possibility, too. And I've seen a couple people in the chat here, like CH, saying that and new documents did drop today. And we'll definitely get into those. Um, but one CH said that Blum's career should be fine. And I, I hope so. But for the moment, for the moment, at least, uh, he lost some credibility. He's lost some credibility. I, I do think that his career could be fine, but... In some people's eyes, yes, I think he probably has. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, But let's be real here. Sometimes media is, like you're saying, a thorn in people's sides. They, they work more for the people and try and get that information out. So... um. Yeah, cameras have not been ruled out yet, from my understanding, Elvis. I think we're still pending on a uh, on a hearing by hearing basis, from my understanding. All right, what what other theories could we come out with? That uh, oh, here's a here's another good one that I heard that. This was released intentionally. So um, either a, a part of the justice system was involved in getting Blum these text messages because it's creating a storyline that we might not be able to see yet and see how it could help this situation in either proving Koberger's guilt or proving Koberger's innocence. Um, or uh, a way to try and force cameras to be allowed in the courtroom because maybe there was certain evidence in there that the prosecution felt like could have been protected evidence, and now that it's out, there isn't that argument anymore to not have cameras in. Yeah, it it is. I think the, the second 48 Hours episode is geared towards the possibility of Brian Koberger not doing it. Um, I absolutely think that too. Yeah. Hey, Rumsey. I saw your comment about the spider, Jay Ray. Uh, she said she saw the biggest spider she's like seen in her life and are one of them. Yeah, that's terrifying. That's a really good point, too, Ian, that um, another possibility is that Blum revealed received real text from Steve talking about, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But Steve wound up not actually doing those things. Yeah. I think that's a realistic possibility too. And one thing that throws me for a loop, you guys, is the text messages that the Gonsalves family put up. I, I feel like oh, maybe they don't have iPhones. Maybe they don't know about text messaging. But I feel like 
when you look at those, you can tell something's up with them because both people are saying the same thing. Here, let me. Where is it? Where's our video? Right. Are these the recreated? Oh, no. Here. So both people are saying the same thing right here. And if we could see this message right here, that would be this message right here. So I believe that this message is this message. And that's that person saying, hey, you need to start this off by saying this. And the recreation we did with our own is... That means that somebody literally. Right here. And the only way to make it look like this on the right hand side and not the left hand side is if this person sent this. So going back to. This. The only way that this gets here. Is if this person sent it, not Macy May, whoever's receiving this, meaning they're both complicit in talking about set up messages here, fraudulent messages. The poll is up if you haven't seen it or you're not paying attention to the chat. Poll is up. Finally got it figured out. You know what's so dumb is it had me add another channel like create another channel off of our channel like it's literally like one and the same it doesn't make sense i don't know um or else it wouldn't let me comment from our account and then after i did that and added it as a moderator it started letting me comment from our account hmm. well i have the true crime talk show that i need to attach to it i have that tag hmm. so i when when we started doing the true crime talk show it, it's such in my opinion a good name that we just we grabbed all of them so i think i have the true crime talk show and true crime talk show and some some other version but i grabbed all of them so a lot of so yeah okay yep um ch so the Othram info, it wasn't in the PCA. Othram only came on the map after the IgG info was brought up. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. It was brought up in a statement submitted to the court um, when they were talking about experts and how they got that information. And they, they said Othram. And I think the reason why I remember that with my horrible memory is because I remember reading that and thinking, oh, dude, they totally used a third party company so that they can protect their privacy to their um, to their science. Hmm. You know what I mean? That's a that's a that's a legal loophole. If you subcontract something out there to a company and they're the only ones that have that science, the courts will usually side with that company and not have to show the chain of custody or, or how it was done 
because they they have a, a responsibility to protect the science of that company. Yeah, when we're talking about a quadruple homicide, I know. I mean, if you're going to be a this lab, is America, if you're going to be a lab, though, that does work for the police. OK, con subcontracts for the police. They to don't find killers like they this. don't. This was the first time ever. I don't want to okay, go too far into be it because they shouldn't be protected. We, we talk about it tomorrow, so we'll we'll dig into it tomorrow. But Othram has never been used before. Well, never. Unless, unless everybody votes for Gilgo tomorrow, then yeah, it, it if they want to talk about Gilgo, but I think Gilgo needs to be a a research topic that we cover on Friday. It's it's not really research. Like they, I mean, just a I'll press do it. conference. I'll do it because when we did our first Gilgo topic, we talked on the four women and what like the evidence surrounding them and we did not touch on the uh other three right the other three people or no five i mean there's 11 total okay 11 so i'm way off um okay so that is what seven yeah that's seven other people we didn't talk about any of them and i i feel like we should do them justice and and talk about that evidence it's worth a topic on Friday. It is worth that. Yeah. It is very much so worth that. Yeah. But uh, before we dig into the uh, the ant, have you seen anything about the ant? Uh, you're talking about Kaylee's ant? No, no. It, it just came out like four hours ago. Brian Koberger's ant's statement believing that he's guilty. We'll get into it. I'm going to grab a drink real quick. Hang on. Interesting. You know, <coughs> I want to know what she has to say because I think the dynamics, sorry, within the family uh, and like growing up and like the trouble he got into, I think that stuff could show something if he you know if he were violent per se like he did really weird violent things like everyone knows about the animals like if kids hurt animals so that uh but also like you know just explosive reactions maybe even something like that like when he gets angry I mean, I think that's kind of stuff, like, if they showed that, then, explosive yes, explosive diarrhea means you're a serial killer. <laughs> it could show something we haven't seen before, which I feel like is what's really been lacking. We've been sold, okay, the incel stuff, or they tried to sell it and we weren't buying it. Um, the incel stuff and hating women, um, they've tried it. I mean, that's really the main one. Yeah. But they've they've tried, you know, several tactics to make him out to be like this evil person. And none of it has made sense this far. So if she can provide some kind of ins insight into his childhood, then maybe I would 
maybe start to lean that way. But if if it's something else altogether and it's just her saying, yeah, I think he's guilty and he was a drug addict, I'm going to be like, okay. And he stole his sister's phone. Yeah. And every family had that person and most of them were not serial killers. And and here's the evidence to back that up of what she's talking about is you have Bundy. OK, this crime has been uh, has been looked at in correlation to Bundy. Now we just covered um, Henry Rowling. And it is so similar to Henry Rowling, a large weapon. Henry Rowling literally used a K bar. Henry Rowling. What is that? Danny? Not the name, Danny Rolling. Danny Rolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, everyone watched the video here. I'll just pull it up so they know what I'm talking about. But, um, Henry Rolling, um, used literally a K bar, so a large, sharp edged weapon right here. You guys, if you guys haven't watched this, you should watch it. Uh, a large, sharp edged weapon blitz style uh and focused on women in the same age range of what the idaho four were now there are some stark differences here um like the uh gainesville ripper or danny rolling uh there was a major sexual element to that we don't know if there was in the idaho four um suspect they couldn't find evidence of that and there it we don't know if this has been a progression. We don't know if this was a one-time deal. Um, the reason why they push the uh, incel theory so hard, so, 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 so hard, is because there is no evidence in his background to make him appear as uh, Danny Rowling did or Ted Bundy did. All these repetitive serialist type killers um had signs leading up to these crimes there's not with Koberger there is not any signs so one of the things that they aligned him with is uh, a recent crime and that I think that's where they got the idea from but the hot yoga studio in Florida this guy was uh, anti-women, uh, womanized. Uh, he, he probably wouldn't even be considered a womanizer because he didn't have any women in his life. He despised women because he wouldn't get any attention from them to the point where um, he grabbed his gun and, and went and ended a bunch of women. And it, it wasn't about the women themselves. It was about the location being a primarily uh, female business so he just wanted to take out as many women as he could now <clears throat> excuse me i see some issues in that too because the person in in 1122 knew there were other people there hmm. yeah. so at the hot yoga studio incel crime confirmed incel based crime um he went until he was ended so it, that didn't happen in one one two two. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. And you know, I just saw a comment saying it was from 
a Jeff. I got my K-Bar delivered a few days ago. The butt end is heavy as a hammer to knock out a victim. I, I wondered if that could be. I, yep. I something. knew it. I knew it. So that that is evidence. Highlight that again. Okay. <clears throat> because um, is this the same Jeff that uh, you're a content creator? Um, so the evidence that we just talked about by rewatching Annie Elise's videos about um, some of the victims' faces being unrecognizably broken and i don't want to get too gruesome right um just unrecognizable right didn't look like a face anymore um that is a great 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 piece of evidence to have because i sat here theorizing that maybe they had a secondary weapon like a hammer in one hand and a knife in the other or a gun in one hand and a knife in the other and that's how they were able to control two people now with confirmation that the back end of a K-bar is that heavy, you don't necessarily need that secondary weapon anymore to make that kind of damage. Well, that's what I was saying last night. And you're like, no, no, no. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, but there's no evidence. So I'm going to go yeah. where the evidence is. So it's, yeah. it wasn't that you, I felt like you were wrong. There was just no evidence to back that up. Yeah, that's interesting. It's very interesting. Appreciate that comment. And uh, Amanda, I saw your comment about you sending me a link. I'll check it out in a second. Um, J. Ray asked if this is the same aunt who said the thing about the pants. I think. She's kind I of think. a nightmare. Just I wait, you guys. Her. Yeah. And Rumsey said probably because the dad was estranged from re the rest of the family. Yeah. Um, who's uh, Danny well, Rollings? No, they're talking about Koberger. I haven't read the ant stuff, but the PA Kobergers don't associate with the Nevada bro the Nevada brothers. You're right. You said. guys are dude. You guys are on it more than we are. Ha more like way more than half the time because you're right. All that stuff is is true in this situation. Ian, uh, I I agree with you. Um, if he if he ends up getting off on this and he's innocent. I, I mean, I would be really mad at my family, too, that nobody supported me. Yeah. Well, one thing to remember, guys, is we know for 100% certainty that there is character assassination going on here, okay? And anybody that pretends like it's not going on, they need to just look at all major cases for the last 10 years it happens in almost all of them it's happening right now in delphi too um it's happening in idaho 4 who knows if the defense is going to start using the character painting for uh the gilgo for like there's no way around it we're in a technological era and uh all these cases are blasted on the internet and that is a great approach if i was a lawyer i would be using that same approach you know what i mean you're you're crazy not to it we saw it with um what's his face the the good old boys um adhd you know who i'm talking about the good old boys in um south carolina Oh, the Murdoch's? Murdoch's, Murdoch's, Murdoch's. So we saw the character assassination uh, and the defense trying to counter that with the Murdoch's even. It, it's literally in every single uh, case, you guys. 
every single one. There's no way around it. So it personally, if I was an attorney, I would just make sure that I'm the first one to start painting, you know? Yep. You exactly. have to. Um, so the two brothers don't talk anymore. I didn't realize that. I had no idea. So, um, I see your question, CH, but I also saw up here, Michael said, I wonder if they have a list of criminals that BK was studying and if Rowling was on it. And I, I'm wondering that too. And if it wasn't BK, then was somebody inspired by this crime? Because he was inspired by Bundy. Yes. He Bundy was he was obsessed with yeah. Bundy. He when he got arrested, he literally said, I'm going to admit to everything so I can be known and famous like Bundy. Yeah. Like that that Bundy was his reasoning for admitting guilt. That's wild. It is. And CHS what when a case goes a little bit stale or stagnant, all kinds of salacious stuff comes out, yep. especially one as high profile as this. My, yep. oh, wait, my, oh, hey, Casey. Hey. And hey, Liz. Um, so my question, how do the face, how do you, wait, how, how do you do the facial part as well as taking out four and eight minutes plus go up and down the stairs, get changed? I don't think it's possible. Oh, uh, I don't know. Personally, I don't think it's possible, especially if this is a person's very first crime. Um, now, killing four people can be done in eight minutes. Like, it definitely can be. Um, just with the narrative that we're being sold right now, uh, with it being Koberger, the time frame, I just don't think that's very likely. Yeah, I, I don't think it's very likely, but I do think it's possible, you guys. So, um, for people that, uh, hang on, Tom Van is a Marine that commented on my channel about the butt end of the knife. Marines so, trained, it can be a hammer. So you are a, a content creator, right, Jeff? I, I thought so. Your picture just looks familiar to me. I think um, he is a content Okay, creator. okay. Awesome. Well, welcome. I'm super stoked you're here, man. And thank you for that information. Um, but going back to what I was saying. So for... I, I don't know the best way to say this. Um, have you guys ever seen anybody... Like, there's a major disconnect between reality and violence and movie violence where in movies we see people fighting with hammers and bars and these crazy gnarly heavy things where like it'll show someone you know putting their arms up and blocking it and things like that <clears throat> when most of those items one one hit with them will shatter a bone like there is no blocking these things. You take one hammer to the face, you're if it's a for real hit and it doesn't just graze, your whole face is is shattered. That's it. You're not taking a hammer blow to the face no. and your face not breaking into a million pieces. So, I think it's possible to do it 
in that amount of time, dependent on how heavy that butt is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all going to depend on how heavy the butt of that knife is. And maybe we should buy one just to be able to compare and contrast that and be able to show people how it, how heavy it is. Use a scale and try and just weigh the butt, you know? Um, but I, I think that somebody could become unrecognizable with one or two hits, depending on where the hit happened. And you got to remember, too, that somebody in that situation, their adrenaline on a scale from one to 10 is going to yeah. be at a 12. So that increases the what's it called? Uh, ADHD moment, the muscular there's a scientific term for it where uh, the adrenaline helps increase the blood flow and water to your muscles and makes you stronger than what you would normally be. And I, I there's a term for it. I don't remember what it's called, but they would be in that kind of mode and setting and s essentially swinging with a hammer like what Jeff was saying. Yeah, I think it would take a few more than two. You should, well. Jeff. You should. You really should. I would love to see that yeah definitely do it yeah for sure keep, keep like start with something soft with like um you know a cantaloupe or a watermelon and move up to something harder yeah. because i think that would help people understand just how much damage that could do you know i we always joke around because i have a hammer up here from building the studio but like a hammer like this what is this is this 20 ounces so this is a 20 ounce hammer dude one hit and there would be no more face you guys no more you can feel how heavy it is you would have a face you would be unrecognizable with one hit of this hammer absolutely it depends on where you're hit i think uh I, I'm in the face one good hit like I said earlier without a graze like a dead on hit right like would be something similar to the Lay, butt of a knife down, like this laying down and yeah. La laying down or standing up I don't think it matters like it's bone doesn't have any any defenses against steel okay put that hammer down <laughs> um, who said the family was being threatened and whose family, Violetta? Here's something interesting. 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 <laughs> Even ancestry for the Koberger family. Uh, Pennsylvania family doesn't appear, but the grandfather is Sir and, or wait, it's no Senior. Way. Senior. And BK's dad is Junior. So anybody could make the link that JR exists. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Could BK have dreamed of being a college professor in the future teaching about the long unsolved Idaho murders? Wait, to be fair, you guys, like what I was just explaining, just because I think that it's possible doesn't mean that I think that it's likely. Right. Just because I think that it could be done, a well-trained person that has ended somebody's life before in this type of way before could do it doesn't mean that it, it likely happened that way. Jay Ray, isn't lactic acid what builds up in your muscles that makes them sore? Like when you're exerting yourself, I believe it builds up in your muscles and then it might actually be called something else, but I thought it was, it builds up. I think lactic it, acid happens after. 
it's after so it's yeah. an after reaction yeah and um it it's uh i'm pretty sure i can't remember i'm pretty sure the adrenaline increases your blood flow the blood flow increases uh the oxygen which increases the water to your muscles and water to your muscles increases the mass and the the amount of tearing that can happen which can increase your overall strength. I think, I think that I am not an expert in that area, you guys. That's that's just me trying to remember what I read at one time because I was super interested in how, um, what what's that drug? Um, in California, everybody smoked it. They would walk around on the street and talk to walls and they were, super angel dust angel dust and uh that other one p uh pcp um mixed with angel dust but so on angel dust it overrides that same thing that the um that your adrenaline can override except dust makes it even more so and it you guys can look up videos of somebody on dust literally fighting 10 officers and throwing them off like they're 50 pound bags of concrete it is insane i know i've seen some crazy videos on pcp and angel dust and things people have yes done. crazy things because like it jumping, overrides that ju literally and... jumping off of buildings and landing on their feet Yes. Like, what? Well, we we covered that one Hollywood actor that was having a mental break and the 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 same thing that dust overrides that I'm talking about to make you stronger, a a, a psychotic break will do the same thing. Johnny Lewis. Yes, Johnny Lewis. And this dude literally jumped over a 12-foot fence in a leap. Well, and then he jumped a, off a build a house and did die. But uh, yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that all he did was grab the top of the fence and boom, twelve feet. Yeah, that's insane, Violetta. I'm not surprised by that. That his family would be threatened. I, I'm curious where it came from, but I'm not surprised because there's crappy people out there. Yeah, like it. Just leave them alone, man. Yes, you guys. Everyone <laughs> found the word for me. Thank you. <laughs> so many. Imagine if somebody just hopped in the chat and literally every one of our members is like PCP. Like super powered. <laughs> yes. Like a superhuman. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's literally superhuman strength, you guys. And I think there's an actual um, calculation out there where it says that it can increase your muscle strength Hysterical by like strength. 30 to 40 percent or something like that. Hysterical strength is what you're talking about, Brendan, where you have super yes. strength and improved vision, etc. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and that's probably the scientific term for it. I just am awful with names. I, I didn't, I did like his video on that. I actually watched it earlier. Uh, AR Hayes's video on emotions of a violent crime. Yeah. Yeah, like parkour. <laughs> Just a little more extreme. All right, let's get there, into this. There's a big difference though, and I haven't watched any of AR Hayes content, so I hope I'm not like contradicting or anything like that. But there's a big difference between a normal person 
uh, doing a violent crime, um, like even myself, I've been violent before, you know, I've been stabbed before I've been in really crappy situations where I felt like I needed to protect my life. You know, um, there's a big difference between a situation like that, where you do things because you're in a life threatening situation, protecting yourself or it, it, and, why I say life-threatening is because depending on where you're at and if you're in a gang or if you grew up in a hood and, you know, your crime depends on your health, you know, you got to be able to get money to get food and water, things like that. Uh, it can feel a very similar way as a life-threatening situation, but um, that's very, 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 very different from somebody choosing to go out of their way to either commit a mass ending or serial ender. You know what I mean? Because the, the mass ender and serial ender is, uh, I'll have to watch it because the last thing I want to do is like, make it seem like I'm contradicting somebody like, well, you haven't watched it. So you just talk shooting about at your him. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, but somebody just brought it up and I, I respect all content creators, so I don't want it to seem like it's like shots fired. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, that's very different from a mass ender and a serial ender. And it's the psychology behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could could a criminal, a skilled criminal or military person um, go in there and do this type of crime? Absolutely, dude. Military yeah. people do it all the time. Military guys are some of the most deadly people on they this compartmentalize earth. compartmentalize it too. Well, and they're also not the ones making the choice. Right. And that is very different it when is. you're not making the choice. It is your duty and you are just, you know, essentially a, a, a protector of the people versus going out of your way and making this choice and choosing to end people. And I think people that can commit mass crimes, mass endings, and serial endings um, don't feel the same way. So that, that emotional reaction of a violent crime, I think, is for more normal people is what I'm trying to say. Somebody that could commit a crime like 1122, depending on the reasoning leading up to it, I don't think would feel those same things. Your problem with the poll is you don't see a yes option. Why would there be a yes option? It's tomorrow or Sunday. No way. It's literally 50 50. It is. So it's our choice. So the only problem is, is if we do it tomorrow, then you want to go deeper into it is what you want to know. I I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking logic between we're going to talk about all the important key topics tomorrow and not be able to premiere it before we do a live. Because it's getting talked about Friday. So Friday is going to be double the, the content if we talk about it tomorrow. Whereas if we talk about it Sunday, then... I feel like we'll be able to get more information, come pr more prepared, be able to do the premiere and then be able to talk about that all in the same night. So it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's no like double data. We can do it that way. We can do Idaho four again tomorrow and then, uh, you'll go Sunday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thanks Jay Ray. <laughs> 
But no matter what you picked, it's okay. That's undercover for her saying more studying, less ranting. Uh, so military folk and criminology students get training where there's choice to be a good guy as well as bad guy with that with solid training. Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. We are going to talk about the docs here yep, in yep, a second. Yep. We need to get into it. Now. Yep. 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 Oh, good night. Anne. yeah, thank you for being here. And I hope you are doing amazing. I hope you're feeling better, Ann. Okay, so I have it pulled up. I hope you're feeling better, too. Let us know in the Discord. Or email. Yeah. I don't know if she's... Is she on Discord yet? Um, I don't know, but here... Okay, so I'm going to post these links, and then we will get right into it. Okay, so... I'm going to post the Discord links and the members link because we did do a members live last night, you guys, and it is members only. So the only way you're going to see it is if you are a member and then I will also be sharing my criminal dun, 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 stories um, soon. My plan is to get it done this week, but I'm kind of lagging on that, so... Um, but it will be very soon. I will start sharing those uh, to members, to members. And I would share them with everybody, but I just don't want that openly out there. I would rather have it behind a paywall, to be honest, you know, because I still have a regular job and things like that. Okay, so that is the membership link. And if you are a new member while I'm getting all this while I'm getting this other link here, um, we're super stoked to have you. I know we had like eight new members join between today and yesterday, and we appreciate that. And we love the Thought Riot community. Everyone's amazing here and speaks up for everyone and has everybody's back. And it's just more than I could have ever thought it would be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Discord's super fun. Discord's fun. Yep. Don't forget about the new investigations tab, you guys, for like sources and any leads you guys have. You can post them in there. And I kind of created that. It's a forum, really. It's a tab that's not just like the endless text. It's a forum. And then you can comment under them. Um, I think it's helpful for information not just getting lost in the feed, you know. And there and, is Twitter, too, just because most people say they can't find our Twitter. And then we will get into yeah, the Cobra. We, we don't have very many followers on Twitter, I think, because the handle's different. Yeah. Um. And yeah, CH, of, of course, you know, don't worry about it. If all yeah. if you can't be a member. It, no, we just, don't have any gripes with that. And OK. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also saw your message about sending an email. We will keep an eye out. CH, turn on your gift receiving because there's yeah. a lot of people in the community that that gift memberships and uh, a lot of people have been able to test it out and try it in that way. We also want to start giving some out here and there, too. OK, so what should we do? Video first? Yeah, we'll be giving them out, too. Should we do video first or article first? Uh, oh, shoot. Did I close the article? OK, I guess we'll start with video first. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, right, so, Rum Rumsey, yes. I think it could cause that, too, actually. not. I don't know if it's to the extent that Angel Dust would. 
But I do think amphetamines could cause something similar, especially if you go into like psychosis. And you have some adrenaline rush. Which, I mean, it is kind of an adrenaline rush in itself, but. Yes, it is. Okay, so here we go. Um, so I guess we'll do the video first here, you guys. Brand new details were just released that gives us insight into quadruple murder suspect Brian Koberger. Koberger's alleged on is breaking her silence on the horrifying case out of Idaho and revealing more details about what may have led up to the tragic killings. The aunt who remained anonymous spoke to the U.S. Sun and said she struggles to watch the news as detectives reveal facts from the early morning hours of November 13, 2022. Prosecutors say Koberger fatally stabbed four University of Idaho students, Zana Kernodal, Ethan Chapin, Madison Mogan, and Kaylee Gonzalez inside their off-campus apartment in Moscow, Idaho. The medical examiner said based on their wounds, they were attacked in their sleep. Koberger wasn't arrested for weeks, but investigators eventually tracked him down over the holidays to his parents' home in Pennsylvania, thousands of miles away from the crime scene. The case and the major arrest made national headlines, and Koberger was extradited back to Idaho. Few details about the case have been released due to a gag order in effect that prevents attorneys, law enforcement, and others associated with the case from talking about it. Now, Koberger's alleged aunt is speaking out, saying she was at a loss of words when she heard about what her nephew was accused of and said she isn't ruling out that he is responsible for the tragic murders. His aunt explained to the son there had been a lot of drama in the family around the time of the murders, which couldn't be elaborated on for legal reasons. She says even before Koberger's arrest, she had not spoken to his parents, but said their worlds were turned upside down. When Koberger was younger, his aunt says he and his family would fly out to Vegas where she had been living. She said, <clears throat> I want to break it up just so we don't get... <clears throat> How are you feeling about it so far? So she didn't say she thinks he's guilty. She said that she couldn't rule it out. Yeah, but this, the article clearly says she thinks he's guilty. Okay. <clears throat> and what she says, she doesn't say, hey, I think he's guilty. She says, hey, I believe he's going to be convicted of it. So a weird lack of commitment um, statement, in my opinion, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's strange and it makes me feel like there was some kind of buy-in there. Um, again, I do think that I always look at it from the prosecution standpoint or the defense's standpoint. If I was the prosecution, would I think that a family member, right? What, what's interesting here is they're not close. They don't talk. They don't have anything to do with this family that they're using, but this family member uh, comes out and says, hey, I think he's guilty. That is an incredible character assassination detail. Like that's yeah. that's hashtag winning all day. Yeah. If your job is to character assassinate. It is strange to wait <clears throat> 10 months to say that. Like, why? Why wait all this time? It was the right time. When he was younger, the eventual murder suspect was shy and humble, but also described him as a troubled teenager. She claims he suffered from depressive episodes, and while she was told he was on medication, she wasn't sure what he was prescribed by doctors. The alleged Ann also revealed she suspected Koberger was taking drugs as a teen after falling into the wrong crowd. Remember, as you're listening to this, they do not associate with each other. So. So she didn't know him growing up? 
Oh. No. Okay. She claimed it was no big secret. He was allegedly into the drug scene, but says she was... Cons wait, wait, wait. His aunt says it was no big secret. He was into the drug scene, and she was concerned he was also doing cocaine mushrooms, drinking hard liquor, and popping pills. Actually, based on everything that we found, um, he was doing H. Yeah. He was doing H. Heron. Concerned he was taking the drugs to deal with mental health issues. I'm I I'm actually less concerned with these. H is so much worse. Koberger's alleged aunt also disclosed to the son she had hoped he would clean up his act as he began to have an interest in criminology, a similar pathway for other family members who also studied forensics. And he did. Koberger eventually became a Ph.D. candidate at Washington State University a less than half an hour drive from the crime scene in Moscow, Idaho. Koberger's aunt says she hadn't seen her nephew in more than five years before his arrest. Koberger's parents and two sisters have reportedly shown support for the murder suspect and believe he is innocent. However, his sisters were fired from their jobs earlier this year over their relationship with the alleged killer. Koberger's alleged aunt thinks- Did you see all those cuts on his face? Yeah. You, you know what those are, right? From a razor in jail. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but the razors in jail are like the worst razors you could ever have ever. Like, yeah. I think that for people in jail, they get a whole bunch of really smart people together and think, hey, how can we make the worst, most harmful, hurtful razor ever for these convicts? And that's what they create. Her nephew will be found guilty when the case eventually goes to trial. Although he has maintained his innocence and is reportedly confident he will be exonerated. Koberger's trial was initially set to begin in October, but it got pushed back when Koberger waived his right to a speedy trial. No Does she have her septum pierced? Wait, CH said back. Can you back up, Brendan? They said alleged aunt question. Uh, do you do you know how far? Where was it? I'll wait a sec for a reply. So they don't know for sure if it's his aunt? I, I don't know just reporting on the sun article here. And that's it. I'll do. I'll go back to two just to be safe to clean up his act as he began to have an interest in criminology, a similar pathway for other family members who also studied forensics. And he did. Koberger eventually became a Ph.D. candidate at Washington State University a less than half an hour drive from the crime scene in Moscow, Idaho. Koberger's aunt says she hadn't seen her nephew in more than five years before his arrest. Koberger's parents and two sisters have reportedly shown support for the murder suspect and believe he is innocent. However, his sisters were fired from their jobs earlier. Okay, back further. Okay, okay. So let's go 130. <clears throat> Tell me quick if you can. Vegas, where she had been living. She said when he was younger, the eventual murder suspect was shy and humble, but also described him as a troubled teenager. She claims he suffered from depressive episodes, and while she was told he was on medication, she wasn't sure what he was prescribed. You know what's funny is they said longer than five years. <laughs> what, 20? A little further back from this? 30 seconds back. Okay. Let's go to one minute. All right, everyone, look for alleged aunt. The case from talking about it. Now, Koberger's alleged aunt is speaking out, saying she was at oh. a loss of. There you go. 
Gosh, Jay Ray. That's a good call. Good call, you guys. Hey, write this down because if I want to clip this for uh, a talking point, if you don't mind. Thank you. Can always go back and watch the stream. Yeah, but that's so much harder. I, I would rather here, here. Actually, I'll just do it this way. All the saved files are on here anyway. They are single blade razors, uh, Michael. They're, they are. I'm not even joking and, and when they're the worst. Violetta said mushrooms and cocaine. Is that a good combination? Haha, <laughs> those two drugs Ooh. have totally different effects. I don't think she necessarily meant he was doing all of those at the same time. Um, he was probably experimenting, um, I would assume. But from what we saw, he it seemed like he was addicted to opiates. Because mushrooms aren't addictive. Mm-mm. Cocaine definitely can. Yeah, we we hear that it was H, which in my opinion, there are the two worst of the worst out there. Uh, three, if you include alcohol, um, but being addicted to crystal or H is probably worst of the worst. And uh, Casey, I did see your comments and I'm really proud of you. That's incredible. Being uh, sober. With the case. Wait, who? Casey, oh, yeah, talking about uh, her experience, you know, with addiction. Yeah, do really prefer H, but I have also none known tons of like trash can junkies, okay, where they they do anything but still use H as like their basic thing because you have to to be able to function once you're addicted to it, you can't just stop, not use it, yeah, yeah. so then they um. You know, things get added on, you know, and yep. pretty much any drug addict loves trying hallucinogens. Like, that's an extra, extra fun thing to try. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Koberger's alleged aunt is speaking out, saying she was at a loss of words when she alleged heard about aunt. what her nephew was accused of and said she isn't ruling out that he is responsible for the tragic murders. His aunt explained to the son oh, there had been a lot of drama in the family okay. around the time of the murders which couldn't be a sisters have reportedly shown support for the murder suspect and believe he is innocent. However, his sisters were fired from their jobs earlier this year over their relationship with the alleged killer. Oh. No way they were. Yep. Both of his sisters were fired from their careers. Supposedly from their jobs. That's horrible. Oh my gosh. That should be able to happen. They should be able to sue for that, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think they should be able to also. Smoking their but it de it depends on what state they're in, though, and if it's an at will state. Because her nephew will be stalking them. Come on, that's not their fault, though. That's so crappy. Be found guilty when the case eventually goes to trial. Although he has maintained his innocence and is reportedly confident he will be exonerated. Koberger's trial was initially set to begin in October. But it got pushed back when Koberger waived his right to a speedy trial. No new date for his trial has been set yet. I'm However, he is expected to be back in court on October 26th. It's tiny. I mean, you can still see it. I yeah. saw it. That's awesome, though. That's cool that they let her have that. All right. So 
the U.S. sun. The sun is a big deal in Southern California, man. Not out here in, in Chicago. I don't know anyone who who reads it in Chicago, honestly. Um, but yes, this is where this article came from. So are you sharing it? Um, uh, yep. I don't think so. So demand for truth. Idaho murder suspect Brian Koberger's aunt breaks silence and reveals whether she thinks he'll be found guilty. Brian Koberger's heartbroken <laughs> Brian Koberger's heartbroken aunt believes he will be found guilty of murdering four university Idaho students stabbed in their beds and may try to take his own life if convicted. Whoa! Why does she think that? That is a stretch. Oh my gosh. I didn't expect that. Jeez. And remember, she hasn't known him for over five years. So, you guys, I look, I know we have a lot of people that watch our content that believe he's guilty. And we have a lot of people that watch our content that believe he's innocent. And we love that. We want all of you to be able to just talk about these ideas in, you know, a, a, an adult, respectful and critical thinking type perspective. But I don't think it matters what side of the bench you're on right now that this is wacky. So wacky. I feel like this could be an issue for the defense or the prosecution, depending on what the defense, if the defense's hands are full right now, then they wouldn't have time to try and, you know, track down these leads and find out who said this, find out who reached out to him and why they reached out to him and why they believe that, you know, they, that he could end himself, even though they haven't seen each other and do not talk at all, period. Do not talk at all for at least five years. This sounds problematic to me, right? Am yeah, I am I, I tripping here? Agree. It sounds very problematic to me, and I want to know clickbait. Yeah, I want to know if she's even spoken to him since he was like maybe. She five. said no. That's crazy. I agree. I agree. Then she has zero insight into who he is. And the the truth is, we don't even know. Oh gosh, I don't know about that, Mike. I th I think there I oh, never mind. So physically, you're right. Uh, I think there's more to it mentally, though. Yeah. But for the safety aspects, totally 100. Um, H is actually one of the safest for your physical health to get off of. You just hate everything, but you're not gonna die. Like alcohol and benzos will kill you. Um. Yeah, but uh, uh, alleged aunt can absolutely mean some lady off the street. Oh, for sure. All right, let's, absolutely. Let's see what this says. So the U.S. Sun tracked down Koberger's relative and spoke to multiple sources in Las Vegas. Um. Okay, where the majority of Koberger's family on his father's my on his father Michael's side now reside. Okay, I'm kind of curious why multiple sources matter when they track down the aunt who's making a statement, but okay. 
They migrated over to California and then Nevada from the East Coast many years ago, while Michael, his wife Marion, and the three children remained in Pennsylvania. Koberger's Las Vegas relatives described the case as surreal, with many trying to distance themselves from what has become one of the biggest ending cases in recent years. Some claimed, although the 28-year-old was an odd character and very reclusive growing up, he never showed any signs of violence, and many were left stunned when he was named as a suspect. Yeah. It's interesting, and I'm not saying he's he can't be guilty. I I think he can be guilty. We we see that happen with the hot yoga studio in Florida. However, it's very unlikely based on the history, in my opinion, you guys. Uh, the suspect allegedly broke into their home in the early hours of the morning and, and ended them before fleeing the scene, according to court documents. Pre-trial hearings have been pushed back to October 26 due to an unspecified illness. While Koberger remains in a maximum security cell in Lata County Jail in Moscow, Idaho. Oh, much better. His aunt, who asked to remain anonymous, told the U.S. son that she has been struggling to watch the news as more details from the fateful night emerge. In parentheses, when I saw it on TV, I was just lost for words, speechless, she said, appearing visibly upset. It's heartbreaking, and I'm a very caring person. Oh, you are. Uh, and with... I don't want to be judgmental. Normally, in my experience, when someone has to tell you they're caring, <laughs> you know, that's one of those things that you, you don't say you're caring if you're caring. Just like when you're honest, you don't tell people you're honest. And when I saw the news a little bit, a little bit, when I saw the news a little bit today in the living room, I couldn't take it. Hearing about them being knifed i had goosebumps i just cried unanswered questions the four young students were vicious viciously attacked in their beds and died sometime after 2 a.m from multiple stab wounds according to court documents prosecutors have said a dna sample taken from koberger was a near match which that is interesting now uh, to the sample taken from a sheath left at the off-campus home where the murders occurred. His aunt says she may not watch the trial if cameras are allowed in the courtroom, but wants to know answers to many questions surrounding the endings. Asked if she thinks her nephew will be found guilty, she replied, I think so. I just want the truth. I would like to see him or write to him and find out what happened. She said her heart goes out to the victim's families, but she also feels Koberger was not well and had battled for years with mental health problems. Koberger was pictured wearing a prevention vest while being held at Monroe County Correctional Facility following his initial arrest in December of last year. Yeah, that's normal practice. Though. It is, everybody. It's not because of him or the yep. way he was behaving. That's standard. It is. You're right. Questioned on how she feels he will cope if he gets life behind bars, his aunt shook her head and replied, I think he may try and end himself. So, oh, so based man. off of what she saw on TV. Yes, that is thought, what we are saying. Uh, and appreciate that, J-Rod. Love back to you. Yeah, hey. Good vibes back to you. Um. All right. So... <laughs> 
it's really funny that she mentions the vest and then says, I think he might do this. I know. Like, clearly you don't know anything. Okay. Yeah. You don't realize that this is standard practice. And again, I go back to whether you guys believe he's innocent or whether you believe he's guilty. This is the kind of stuff that doesn't help anybody here. None of it. I think that one look at anything that could be potentially said here, trying to make some kind of connections and potentially be brought in the courtroom, which I don't think it would be. But if it did, it would be ripped apart. It would be ripped to shreds. It would be thrown on the ground, stomped on, driven over, and and whoever brought it up would be made to look like a fool. You know, this is somebody, in my opinion, that's just looking for attention. Yeah. In my humble opinion. I think she is looking for attention as well. And yeah. we will get to your comments here in a minute after we um, get through the article. Yep. I'll read quicker. Yeah. Um, Koberger has always maintained his innocence and sources previously told News Nation that the former criminology student remains confident he's going to be exonerated. When charges were read out in court, his attorney said, Your Honor, we are standing silent. And the judge then entered not guilty pleas on Koberger's behalf, which then often, which often occurs in criminal cases actually that's not true it is it, it rarely ever happens in criminal cases um and i suggest like try try looking for them they they've only it's only happened in high profile cases in the last 30 years i think it's only happened like six times or something like that uh in high profile cases obviously i don't know every case out there but um Odd behavior. He is likely to do, to do the same and plead the fifth at trial, which is expected to last up to six weeks. Due to a wide-ranging gag order, few details have emerged about the Grizzly case, and police have not released a potential motive. His aunt explained that there had been a lot of drama in the family, which cannot be revealed for legal reasons, even before her nephew's arrest, and she has not spoken to his parents. So, wait. Which cannot be revealed for legal reasons what does family drama have to do with the case what so are they planning on bringing this person in court because the gag order that's super interesting the gag order only pertains to people that could potentially be brought into court Mm, suing her yeah talking that's why she wanted to remain anonymous for this article but in the past she didn't remain anonymous oh oh she's talked before i forgot about that do you think there's an open case right now right maybe. now from her talking before maybe or and then she goes out and does this again maybe they served oh my her. gosh Maybe this is a dig at the family. Like, look, I'm going to go out and say I think he's guilty because you guys are suing me. Interesting. It's spiteful. I wonder if any of our, like, mega uh, document sleuths out there could find something. I wonder where this would be filed. So if it's coming from uh, Koberger's family, then... Um, it would be filed through a circuit in Pennsylvania. You, yeah, yeah. I would think so. Hmm. That's interesting. 
Yeah, obviously there's some issues between the family prior to Brian's, you know, arrest. So, yeah. um I'm just curious if it's between the family or it is this person being called in as a witness. How? I I think it would be a problem if they did because as soon as you start going after character, you're opening doors that normally uh the prosecution or the defense don't want to go there. You're opening up a door, having somebody come in the court and say, oh, yeah, let me tell you about how they were five plus years ago before he even graduated high school, before all this major drama we had in our family. And I can be proven that I have ill will towards the Pennsylvania family. You know what I mean? Like how easily that would be discounted and thrown to the curb. So I would think this has to be um, private, a private suit. Yeah, I would think so. But she has been told they are devastated and their world's turned upside down. And she initially advised she was initially advised by other relatives to stay silent about her nephew. They are Christians, very religious, she added. What does that have to do with anything? Having flown her nephew and his family over to Las Vegas on a handful of occasions when he was younger, she described him as shy and a troubled teenager. Okay. I, okay. Wait, who's very religious? Coburgers? Like Brian's family. family? That's what she's claiming, that they're very religious and that he was a troubled teenager. I, I just have such... Ah, oh man. I just have such a hard time with this because... so. I'll use this as an example. Um, where is it? So this video here, actually, I'll use this one. Where's the. So this video here, um, we had a lot of people respond to the cell tower video. And uh, I think I've told most of you this before, but we had a lot of people respond saying, like, oh, that's not how it works. That's not how it works without giving any details whatsoever. And in Koberger's case, we have the PCA. We have his background. We have all these things that give at least a rough picture, right? I would assume that the general public has about as much of a picture of who he was as that family member does since they're five plus years removed from each other. You know what I mean? So if you're going to come out like in this video, okay, if you're going to come out and claim that this video is wrong, the only way to refute provable evidence is to bring provable expert evidence to refute that so the only way that her statement has any anything worth in it she would have to bring evidence of a troubled teenager she would have to bring evidence of him being disconnected she would have to bring evidence of you feel where i'm going with that yeah she would have to show some kind of track record with that yeah i i feel i just feel like it makes it makes the whole situation muddy and makes her look like an not so wise on the situation hmm. you know what i mean jr jlr sold the story to the daily sun he announced yesterday on one of his many videos he has been talking to brian's aunt yeah i mean 
You know, actually, I think I saw that. I believe I saw that, that he did announce that. I'm pretty sure yeah. I did. It it makes sense. So this is not shots fired, you guys. I We love all creators here, literally all of them. And we would never get into drama. Um, but JLR does phenomenal boots on the ground content. One area I feel like he could just be a little bit better in is uh, interviewing. Um, by habit, because he's a content creator, I see him taking the lead when you're in an interview, which is very similar to a sales process. Um, it's you, you're going to get a more beneficial outcome by letting the person talk and you just nudge them along the way. You know what I mean? You, you build that trust and confidence and then you take off the, you take off the training wheels and just let them talk let them go at it you know yeah um but yeah yeah i don't mean that in a bad way at all okay so um you gotta share it she claims she was aware of him suffering depressive episodes and was told he was on medication was told Although she is not sure what he what he was prescribed by doctors. So, okay. Um, could it be Tylenol? To me, he was humble and quiet. I didn't see any violence in him, she said. But if you're not on the right medication, you can be triggered. I think he may have snapped. I, uh, I don't have an answer for why he was depressed. I guarantee he had a wonderful childhood. Michael, his dad, is a wonderful man. He was a janitor, and his wife is a beautiful woman. She she is a teacher, and they worked at the same school. Drug taking. I flew Brian and his family out here a few times once. I told Brian I would show him all around Vegas, but the odd thing was he stayed in the house. She said she suspected he was taking drugs at the time. As it had has previously been reported, he became a big H addict after falling in with the wrong crowd. His aunt says it was no big secret. He was into a drug scene and she was concerned. He was also doing all of these here, right? To deal with mental health issues. She hoped he had gotten clean and believed he had an interest in criminology as others in the family study forensics. And some of his uncles have a military background. Former friends have previously spoken out to allege he had sought to be the alpha among his pals after struggling with his weight during his younger years. He later reported, reportedly got into kickboxing and became vegan while his friends claim he got more aggressive as he got in shape. His aunt says she hadn't seen her nephew in more than five years before his arrest. She has been left shaken by the details that have emerged since and feels for his immediate family. Koberger's parents and two sisters, Amanda and Melissa have shown su support for him and believe he is innocent as they are cooperating with law enforcement. So <clears throat> dude, if you have no connection with these family members, how do you even know all this? Yeah, she hadn't seen him in five years. Because this is, these are all details we've already heard. She's literally repeating everything, everything. that's been in the news. She didn't add exactly. anything new. Exactly. Literally nothing new. Yep. You're thinking the same exact thing I am. It, there is not a single, not one thing yet. That is new in here. Nope. Not one. She literally just repeated the main talking points that's been going around the media or some like other things, you know, that 
like interviews and things with people. But yeah, it's all it's all things we've already heard. Look, when when I was in my party time, you guys. Well, so I lived super close to Vegas being in Southern California. We used to go all the time, all the time. We'd go to Lake Mead on boats and Vegas. And that was just a normal thing for me. So, but if I was going to Vegas and it wasn't a normal thing, even if you're partying and a drug addict, the, the number one thing I would want to do at age 15 or older is like, yeah, Let's go. Take me to the strip, dude. You know, even if you're using because you know what goes on on the strip. I'd be like, take me to old Vegas. Take me to the old strip. That's where it's at. You know? Yeah, you. I, I agree. I don't think she understands a vegan. I, I don't think she gets it. That's not weird for a vegan to not want to um, like say it was a pan full of bacon grease. And she was like, oh, I can cook this for you in here. And he's like, nah. Like, that's totally normal. Yes. It's very normal for a vegan. Especially since his was for health reasons. Mm. And there, there's something in the meat that he was trying to stay away from. I don't remember any. I don't remember the details, guys. Well, I apologize. Well, we know but somebody there was... who has diverticulosis or litis, uh-huh. which is um, inflammation and like it's it's just like damage or something that was done to the gut. Um, and they believe their doctors believe it's from chicken um, and the antibiotics and like other things that they put in chickens, like just regular, like you know. Uh, factory farmed or yeah. what, what is it called? It's just conventional yeah. farming, like corporate farming, yep. not organic. Um, so every time she eats regular chicken, she has horrible issues. But yeah. when she eats organic, she's totally fine. Yeah. Um, so yep. it could be going vegan for something like that. Yeah. And if you eat anything that has touched that, uh, it could you could have some kind of a issues you know what i mean yeah like i think I, I've it is seen it. i've seen it is all i'm saying that there's there are reasons he would not want that to happen and she just doesn't get it hey sarah we appreciate that and yeah. we love all you guys too we're super stoked to have you here we i we see a lot of new names in the chat so welcome everybody i know we always do a welcome in the beginning um but we have a lot of new people here and you guys are giving insane great amazing input and and we appreciate that we say all the time that uh our viewers a lot of times are more on top of this stuff than we even are you know mm -hmm. so thank you all thank you all and welcome everybody it was an odd case ch it, it was an odd case of it it was not yeah. and it was it definitely wasn't grains <laughs> that caused it yeah um but here, let's go back and look at some comments. There's sure. a lot. <laughs> let, let me see how much is left on this oh, real quick. Is there more? I don't know. Oh, there is a little bit more. Yeah, okay. just a smidge. Okay, I'm going to read the rest of this real quick. Wait. Yeah, okay. So it's, it's literally just that, right? Yep. Okay. 
They were last seen arriving at court with their faces covered during a January hearing as women believe as a woman believed to be one of his sisters comforted his mother. They are said to be struggling financially as his sisters were also reportedly fired from their jobs as therapists due to their association with the suspect, which that's that is wild, dude. That is so insane, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, what the only thing I know to do is to handle that legally. You know, um, I think that they might have a case depending on the circumstances around it. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I guess it depends on the situation. And do you think they were actually fired or do you think they quit? I think they were fired. You think so? Yeah. Well, at least if they're fired, they can collect unemployment in most states. So, um, Amanda, that's funny <laughs> that your boyfriend bought a Celsius. I went, I went back. I, I starred some comments throughout the way. Um, CH, thanks for. I'm obsessed with Celsius. Me too. Guys. Uh, CH, thanks for plugging the video because I was curious about that. Um, it's about the the twin uncles. Okay. It's an inter is it an interview? Hmm. interesting hmm yeah i think so his is. dad has a twin is that what you're saying i don't know i don't know but we're gonna have to check it out so i think she is being judgmental but what did you think about her then saying like oh his dad he had a great childhood and his dad is a great man and his wife is beautiful like great woman like what do you what do you think about her adding that little piece in it like the great childhood and how great his parents are though that for some reason there's a disconnect there i don't know but i will say that that stood out to me too when i was reading it it felt uh intentionally placed there you know like mm -hmm. like as if she understood how painting how she was painting his character right and with the association with the rest of the family and him she intentionally went out of her way to try and correct some of that i guess i don't know it's it is strange it's strange especially when we read that comment saying um we can't talk about that because of a court case. Yeah. So it, is that a stab? Is there an open court case? And there's been arguments between both of them. And she knows that if they read that, that's going to piss them off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's being said intentionally to be like, yeah, what's up? So, so I think she did that as like a little, a bit of a stab. Like yeah. this whole like holier than thou. Yeah. Like I'm taking the higher road, but she's actually not. But she's the one talking to <laughs> yeah. a media source. Yeah. Mm. Which they asked her not to do. She said that she was asked not to talk about her nephew. Yeah. Um. So Amanda asked, is he not allowed letters? I mean, he's gotten tons of fan mail and his attorneys have gone through it. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure he is allowed letters, but he probably doesn't respond to hardly any. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was him, you guys, whether innocent, guilty or whatever, just looking for the best defense, I personally would clear everything with my attorneys, literally everything. Yeah. I would be like, here, read this before I do to make sure this can't be turned around back on me, you know?
Okay, so she was anonymous before. So how do we know which aunt it is? Like, how do we know that for sure? And that's why I think that's why they say alleged aunt. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, it, legally, that there's probably reasoning for for saying it in in those in that way specifically because there are multiple times where they say. Koberger's aunt, his aunt, not his alleged aunt every time. They say alleged aunt one time, and the rest of the time it is his aunt. So right. does that one single claim of saying alleged make them not liable if they were to get sued? Right. I think that is the case. Um, and yeah, Amanda, let us know what you find on your PACER account if you find any court like lawsuits or anything like that oh DeSales is a christian college i didn't know that i didn't know that either that's good to know because mm -hmm. when i looked up his school background i forget what which one of our videos we were covering it on um but he did two separate he did his full uh bachelor's at DeSales. i think i i think i don't remember which degree but i think it was bachelor's um and then he did an after-graduate program at DeSales also. We, oh, I do remember. It's when we were looking into his car. We were looking into his car and trying to find out where he was in relation to the Sandra Ladd and, and Juton case. And he was in PA during that time, confirmed because he was in DeSales University either going for a degree or the after graduation program. Hmm. That's where, that's where I got it from. Uh, so JLR has doc filed with this case for permission to film like the trial. He could film the trial. That's awesome. That's it. like, Whoa. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I think JLR's boots on the ground coverage is sweet. Yeah. We uh we cover him quite a bit because he's out there giving uh giving footage that nobody else has. Yeah, yeah, I definitely watch him for the boots on the ground. Like when he's like some <laughs> I don't know. It makes me laugh though too because he comes he's off, funny. He's kind of funny. He's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know the whole depression but he had a wonderful childhood i i definitely think she definitely doesn't get it because she's saying i don't know why you would be depressed like he had a great childhood yeah if this is being genuine right well he, he became a drug addict so clearly he did have some mental health issues that doesn't make you a murderer though yeah like it can go either way i think the only way i would Jeff. buy this is if Somehow we saw these mental health issues turn into some kind of psychotic episodes or blacking out or uh, yeah, a history. violence. A or, history. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would have to start taking a turn for just it would have to go in a different direction because I have had the very same issues that Brian Koberger has had. Now, I wouldn't say I had a perfect childhood, but it was acceptable right you know what i mean so i don't know i just 
I don't, I don't know. No, you're literally saying what I was saying just a little bit I ago. I was never violent though. Like I didn't hurt animals. Like I didn't like try to do like weird violent things to people. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like, But you're saying what I was saying earlier where if you're going to bring up claims like this, if you're going to, what do you call it? Resubstantiate claims that we already have a pretty good understanding of background information and knowledge and kind of how things were and where he was and that he doesn't have any legal charges. Then in my opinion, you've got to bring some kind of concrete to be able to refute any of that. Right. And if you just look at the details, like if we went through this and I, and, I just copied the 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 facts. So she says this here. She says this here. She says this here. She says this here. And then if we pull up the information that is known and our hot topics in Reddit, in mainstream media, in you know YouTube content creators, including us, um, it, she's just going through the best hits. Yep. That's what she's doing. Yep. She took the highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> she's taking you through the best hits. She is. <laughs> uh, that's super interesting. Bad fish bear. I highlighted that because that that's, it's crazy stuff. Um, so, so Sarah Erickson, I was one, I was curious if there was any connection between the dogs. So I wanted to see if there was possible links between veterinarians in the area. And I found something that I need help with your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, absolutely. If you want to email it to us or post it in discord, which you can also DM in discord. Yeah. Um, yeah, just let us know and we can take a look at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we, usually always vet information. So if it's like a link or something like that, that's the best place to send it. I will post our um, email. email in the chat right now. Yeah. Yeah. Which I normally do several times throughout the stream, but it's also on our YouTube channel in the about section as well. You know, what's interesting in this case, you guys, and I have felt this way for a while. Are any of the rest of you shocked at how few people have come forward to okay. give their opinion of him? So you mean people in his personal life? Yes. I think there's been very few. And it could be because of how this was handled in the media in the beginning. I mean, his sisters were literally fired. So if I heard something like that, I'd be like, man, I don't think I want to come out and say I have any connection Agreed. with this guy. Like, I agree. People are demonizing, you know. Agreed. Unless I come out and say I'm a victim, then people are going to hate me. Yeah, And I could right get here. fired. Do like, I still have that video? Do I still have a so video? So if you came out up? and said, hey, all, these people are lying. Like, he was a great guy like i i had no bad experiences with him i don't think this stuff is true um you know i saw him hook up with tons of girls and none of them ever had an issue like if people came out and started saying that would they be eaten alive or would people believe them yeah i mean would they the alibi that the defense attorney and Taylor, and i'm not faulting her for this i fault her for even representing him you know how can you look at yourself in the face and based on what we know so far and yes i know he's not convicted yet 
What we know so far, the evidence is incriminating. I mean, you really, how do you stand in front of a jury and say all that is a lie? I don't know. But that said, I'm so that's wild. That's the demonizing. I was it's so crazy mad when I saw that because as somebody who worked in the court system, in the justice system, was a prosecutor, you should know the only way for us to have a fair justice system that works is defense attorneys. They are they are Agreed. representing some of the worst of the worst, but guess what? They're also representing innocent people. Yeah, like I, it, it, I agree. Their rights matter to make sure that we're getting the right person. Their job is incredibly important and honorable. So, like, what does right she think? Here. Nobody does she think nobody should represent him? Like any attorney that is appointed to him, or he were to try to acquire or hire, yeah. they should be like, "No, you're Brian Koberger. You don't deserve rights. You right. don't deserve, you know, a fair trial." Yeah. What then? What What do you expect? Yeah. It, That's such a disingenuous con like comment, and I I wonder if she even actually believes that, or if that's some moral grandstanding, which is a major problem in my opinion in the true crime community. Yeah. It's it, anytime somebody moral grandstands, it just grosses me out. Yeah. No, I agree with it you. Turns me off. I mean, right there, it, I think that diagram is amazing, and I've been putting it in every video I can because this is what our justice system should look like to gain the trust of the people, right? We should be seeing good faith from both the defense and the prosecution. We should be seeing fairness, which given, right? Does that even need an explanation? Uh, justice, so fair trials and management of uh, accountability in, in criminal or social, whatever, you know, in, in our justice department and that builds trust here. And I think that in a lot of situations like specifically this one, emotions run hot or emotions run high and people let their emotions get the better of them. And we, uh, we see a lot of virtue signaling and things like that, that ultimately can end up hurting a lot of us. Yeah. Agreed. Like these are the three pillars. And I, I, you know what, when the judge said we all have to have like uh, some amount of trust, I think the trust is not there because they've had to file eight requests for discovery. Is like, she, is she talking to Blum or the state? I don't know. That's what I was curious about Rumsey mm -hmm. with, um, with, with that statement that she said she can't talk about certain things is okay. Is it a personal lawsuit brought up by Koberger's family or is it because she could potentially be called as a witness? Thank you, butter. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Okay. Jay Ray. I, I mean, let us know you're safe, but, um, yeah, everybody was confirming BK's dad has twin brothers. Whoa. So he's, so he's not a not... twin. Got he has it. twin brothers. Got it. And yeah. they're not good with either of those brothers. So it, essentially it's all of his dad's side in Vegas. And they're just, he's by himself in uh, PA. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, hopefully we'll be sponsored by Celsius one day, Amanda. 
and I I've reached out to them. I already have twice. Have they responded at all? I don't think so. But honestly, I forgot to look. We get a <laughs> lot of people that reach out to us. Um, but yeah, hopefully we are. Yeah. Did you like? Do you like it, uh, Amanda? Like, did you enjoy it? I I'm obsessed with it. I think it's the best like energy drink that I've honestly ever had. Jeff, that would be incredible. Highlight that. It would be. Yeah. If Brian is truly innocent and found innocent at trial, will he use his criminology knowledge and training to help solve the Idaho case? That would be talk about turning this whole situation on its head, right? That would be that's like the that's that's the premium slap in the face. You know, it would. That's it all would the be. bells and whistles, right? Yeah, there. he comes out and he goes hard into like the cloud data of like all the cameras around right. town and everything. And then in <laughs> right. a, literally a week, is like, here's your killer. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. would be so crazy. It would be wild. It really that would, would be like movie worthy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I mean, watch out. Yeah. Thank. Thankfully, you do not live in Idaho, Violetta. You yeah. could have got accused of being the killer. <laughs> Idaho, we've seen just the way that they're managing their court system is very different from a lot of other states. A lot of other states are eager to open up the court to the public and let the general public see how trustworthy they are, how things are ran. And and that that gives a certain level of uh, of social buy a public buy in with the justice system. Idaho's like, yo, I don't care about any of that. We're doing what we're going to do because we want to. That's what it feels like to a lot of people. We get a lot of people that live in Idaho that comment on uh, our videos and almost all of them that I know of, right? The ones that have said they live in Idaho um, say for people that live in Idaho, we understand that this is just how it is here. And there's a name for it. The, the people that live there have a name for it. I don't remember what it is right now, but there's a name for that type of justice where the public doesn't have a say. It, I find that scary. Um, like I also see it confirmed Orwellian. in this case a little bit. But to be fair, the defense also doesn't want the cameras in there. The prosecution also doesn't want the cameras in there, which is super strange. But, you know. Cameras are approved for uh, tomorrow's court hearing in the Delphi yeah. case, though. I got to go back. I'm really curious to see that. Um, so crime lies and videotapes. Interesting that a family relative thinks he's guilt, possibly guilty. Maybe she has seen signs over the years that make her believe it's possible. I, I don't think so. From, from what we read in that article, I don't think she saw signs. She saw a kid who maybe had some mental health issues and got into drugs, but hello, that's literally like over half of the country's youth at this point, especially in my generation. Um, that's like a super normal thing. It's, it doesn't make you a killer. Now, there have been a lot of serial killers who were addicts, and you could argue that serial killing is an addiction of some kind uh, or has similar features or characteristics of an addiction um, because they have that downtime and then the craving. And, you know, it's like it involves like impulse control and obsession and all kinds of things like that. So 
addiction, like addictive behaviors or having an addiction could be a red flag. I'm not turning off that possibility that it could be a red flag. Um, but what I'm more interested in is seeing any history of aggressive or violent behavior. Uh, and so far, all we've gotten is that he tickled somebody and stole his girl, his not his girlfriend, his sister's cell phone because he had an addiction, which is also like a very common thing. Drug addicts steal from their family. They do. When they're in their addiction, you have to remember it's a mental health condition. They are not them. They are not the person that you knew when they weren't addicted. And you can have a great childhood and still end up with depression. It can be in genetics. Um, it can be from something random that happened that caused, you know, some kind of trauma. It could be from just the trauma of growing up. Like, you know what I mean? It sounded like he might have been a little bit chubby and got bullied, you know? Like, there's lots of reason you could have depression. And, I mean, look at the state of the world. Cynthia, I saw you saying, yeah, this. There's so much crime nowadays. I'm getting paranoid. Uh, I don't go out after dark. I think a lot of people are in the same boat as you. And that can cause a form of depression if, like, we're constantly watching the news and the media and all the fear tactics and also the actual scary things that are going on in the world, like what's happening in the Middle East. Like, we constantly have these threats from Russia, China, you know, we have all these true crime stories. Like, it can be very overwhelming and that's not good for your mental health. It doesn't make you feel safe, you know? Especially when you don't trust your government or your justice system 100%. That's a big problem. And that's why in Finland, they are so happy because they actually do trust their government. It speaks volumes why they're the happiest country on earth. <laughs> what? I feel like this lady smokes cigarettes in the house. No offense to anyone who does that. I'm just so over this lady. <laughs> You're just hating on her at this point, Jay Ray. <laughs> what lady? She said, I feel like this lady smokes cigarettes in the house. She's just like hating her, <laughs> judging her. Yeah. It's kind of funny. That is funny. What What are you lost on, Violetta? Uh, sales has videos showing the program has empty house for crime simulations. One video shows students investigating a mock fraud. That's super interesting. That is interesting. Hmm. I've wanted to look up the DeSales um, criminology department to see the details around that because a lot of people claim that Koberger had an unnatural interest in serial enders, you know, because, because of this, that somebody sent this to us. Let me see. Open with Google Chrome. Yeah, I, I don't remember who it was who sent this to us, but thank you. I appreciate that because I think we were talking about it the other night and had mentioned that we wish we could find this again. I didn't have this saved. So this is uh, Koberger's supposed 
request for criminals for his um his research it says hello my name is brian and i am inviting you to participate in a research project that seeks to understand how emotions and psychological traits influence decision making when committing a crime in particular the study seeks to understand the story behind your most recent criminal offense with an emphasis on your thoughts and feelings throughout your experience. In the event that your most recent offense was one that led to a conviction, you may still participate. Additional surveys, additional surveys are included after the open-ended section as to best understand your unique traits. This study should take about 15 to 20 minutes to fully complete. Your identity and all answers provided are completely confidential, and the link to the survey is also an anonymous link. This research has been approved by the DeSales University IRB. Participants must be 18 years of age and older. If you opt to participate, you may you may terminate participation at any time and for any reason. If you have any questions about this research, you may contact the research team via email. Student investigator Brian Koberger, and I'm assuming at the bottom it says at DeSales. So interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I was the prosecution, I would dig into this and see if it really was backed by uh, DeSales, right? Because I do think that this could be interesting for the defense or the prosecution in this case, dependent on the uh, factors behind it. Because if he put this out and it wasn't really supported by DeSales, I think, yeah, this could be evidence, right? Yeah. I mean... Or it could be used by the defense to prove against the theory of uh, some kind of obsession around serial enders if that's brought up. This could be a back pocket card. You know what I mean? So I feel like this isn't weird. I feel like this study isn't weird at all. I feel like it's, he worked with a professor who literally interviewed BTK and studied serial yeah. killers. Yeah. And was a TA for her. That was the one he was TAing for, right? Yeah. Yeah. How I, is this I weird? Don't, I don't think it's weird either unless we find out that this wasn't supported by the school. Hmm. If this wasn't supported by the school, then it's strange. Then it's strange. Yeah. Yeah. I think it depends, like you're saying. And Amanda, I agree. If all of your ex-using buddies say you're a great guy, that says something. And I wanted to... Uh, somebody said... I think it was you, Bad Fish Bear, that said you've been in jail and the, the self-ending protection vests are only for people who are like at risk for that. Now... That's true. And when someone's in a high profile case like this and they're about to go to court yeah. for a, a crime of this magnitude, they are automatically considered high risk. Yeah. Automatically. Mm -hmm. Like Chad Doerman. Um, I can I can think of a few that are high profile. It was a really horrific crime. And they were now Chad Doerman is like. Yeah, it was his kid. So I would expect it. Um, this, I, I would expect it too. 
Yeah, yeah. I think we see it on most high-profile cases. I really do. I'm sitting here trying to think of all the cases that I've watched over the last five years, and um, most of them, they're wearing it. Most of them, they are. But I also think it does help paint an image, too, to be fair. Right. How can Nancy live with her lying self? I'm it's for the clicks. It is for the clicks. I did see, uh, Casey, your comment about um, JLR announcing that he could film it. I did see that you said that. That's wild if that's true, because I thought there was only supposed to be one. And we made the neon sign ourselves, Jeff. We, we've made all of that stuff ourselves. Yep. Um, and then crimes, lies, and videotape. Uh, we appreciate the, the costume comment. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because we have a lot of people. Um, there's this idea in the true crime community yeah, where, they said it too, yeah, where everyone has to be like stone faced and, and so serious and, uh, offensive. Like, like they're like, everyone's expecting you to present information in cases like Nancy Grace, it does not need to be like that. We are talking about some of the most heinous crimes and situations in all of humanity. You know, some of the worst things. There is no reason that I feel like we need to make it worse by coming off stone-faced, uninteresting, and offensive. You know, there's no reason why we can't. Have some like fun this. while we're digging in and talking and, you know. Or we could be like Nancy Grace <laughs> and just yelling. yell at you I know. and be a rude. Yeah. Yeah. She drives me crazy, Oh, man. no. Go take care of the honker, J-Ray. That's so sad. <laughs> Her cat knocked a geode off of the mantle right onto his head. That's so sad. That is sad. That is sad. Yeah. Celsius should sponsor. They don't know what they're missing. I know it. <laughs> I know it. So, um, appreciate that butter. I'm, I'm, I'm super curious to see Whoa. where this goes though. Super, super curious. Bye J Ray. Bye. Hopefully. I mean, you'll probably be back in like two seconds, but <laughs> have fun cooking your rice. <gasps> yeah. I'm super curious to see where this goes. I am reading all of your comments. I just uh, can't highlight all of them because there's a lot and we're like really behind. So I'm just highlighting trying to catch up and catching up. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I think it's possible. He's a perfect Patsy. I think. It, okay. One. It was one solved. Right. That's the name of the channel. One solved. Right. For the what? one that worked with Harsh or was talking to Harsh about the Linda Lane footage. Um, I think it's one solved. Um, no, it's not one solved. It okay, well, not. you look it up. It is get a clue. Oh, yes, it's get a clue. So he was saying that, and I, I agree with this, and I believe I've made this point before. Oh, that, and that reminded being me of something. Framed doesn't necessarily have to be like an intentional framing. Like, no, it doesn't. They can have tunnel vision or work the case backwards, like we've been saying. Um, so yeah, we've totally made that point before. So it can be a, like a frame without intentionally being a frame, or it can be nefarious in nature, like they are being intentional. Um, I don't know which one I lean towards if we're going with the innocence. Um, yeah. Now, I lean towards innocence. 
Uh, I just don't know where the flaw is. I think they were incredibly inexperienced, but we have some officers on this case that have framed somebody in the past. That's what I was so, going to say. So the fact that that has happened makes me really have red flags that he was possibly framed intentionally. That's what I was going to say. And another really important thing to take into account too is, uh, any situation, case, or uh, any court case, any investigation, or any situation can look like a conspiracy very easily. So let, let's just say, okay, we'll just put a number to our justice system that is prosecuting Koberger. Let's say that there are 25 people total that are doing it that include obviously i know it's way 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 more i know there's more police officers even locally than that but let's just say it's 25 okay and uh that includes the police that includes the prosecution that includes the judge that includes everybody all the way up the chain from uh investigation to arrest to prosecution and conviction okay um how many people do you think it would take to make all of it look like a conspiracy? The whole 25 people. I think, I think it would only, only a couple. Take, take a couple, yeah. One, uh, just a few officers in on it and, and feeding information. Like if they're in, if they are somehow involved in a part of it where they could do that. Like it would have to... Like, it couldn't just be, like, one of the boots-on-the-ground officers, I don't think. Uh, well, actually, that might be the perfect position. It could be. If you have, like, a higher-up and a boots-on-the-ground officer that's investigating, like, it could it could only take that to I mean, make everyone Dr. else. Dr. Moore. Yeah. Dr. Moore. You're right, because that is what it was. That Well, there were a few more people involved, but yes, yeah. that is what it was. And I think what's really important in a situation where we're just playing this potential theory out is um, the prosecution, the DA, the ADAs, the judge, they all have been trained to side with the investigators and the police and the justice system in a whole. And they understand that it can become a giant pile of doo-doo very quick when Things aren't going right when the defense starts doing their job and poking holes in the story and questioning everything. Okay. It, it can get, it can get crazy really, really, really quick. So I think in a situation where you have true fraudulent behaviors going on from, let's just say police, I'm not saying that's what's going on here, but let's just say police, right? Let's say there were two crooked police officers like exactly ron john I, yeah. let's say one okay let's say there was one crooked police officer and i have an officer's name in mind to use an example but i don't want to go down that road but i'm sure you guys can figure out right the one officer that in my opinion didn't have the experience to lead here i am not saying they are dirty guys i'm just using this as an example but um <laughs> the person that was involved in all the information, they were involved in creating the 
uh, cell phone triangulations record. They were involved in finding the sheath. They were literally involved in everything. Let's say that one officer was corrupt. That one officer could very easily turn this entire situation into a giant pile of doo-doo. Yeah. Just one. Because then you have the DA that has faith and believes in these officers and works on their cases and investigations day in and day out. And there's already a level of trust built there. They are going to inherently back their information in this investigation and have their back in any yeah. situation that the trust is there, right? So the trust is always going to be there until that trust is broken. And in this situation, I think one officer could do it. I truly do. Hmm. And, and my best example of that is like, um, what's it called? Uh, like dual reality or I don't know, but let's just say, their timeline is going straight here, right? And the the first fraudulent thing that happens, it, it splits off. And, and we're always moving forward. So it's only going to get further and further and further and further away from the truth the further along we go. It's only going to start looking more and more and more and more and more like a conspiracy the further along we go. And remember, there's Giglio here too. Yeah. So I think in... A real world situation, it's very possible. Yeah, I think it is easily explainable. My suspicion is that it is more than one because there's more than one officer from the Dr. Moore case on this case. Yeah, it's just my suspicion. If that's a possibility. Right. Yeah. Right. Because Um, we know something is up here, I think. I think there's too many holes here for people, whether you think he's guilty or not, to look at this and be like, man something's up you know if he's guilty i look at this case and feel like something's wrong if he's innocent i look at this case and feel like something's wrong yeah you know so mish girl i just read that the aunt is the is this aunt is the wife of one of bk's twin uncles who passed away she's mentally unwell and been estranged no from the family way. for years oh. I want to know oh, where you no. found that. Please send us the source if you can. Yeah. Because um, I would love to read that. Um, JLR is saying that the one twin killed his brother, but in actuality, the brother died of cancer. He's getting this info from the mentally unwell oh, hand. So that's good evidence. That's good evidence that there's some big question marks there for sure. Oh, wow. CH OMG, that should be your next cosplay costume. Nancy Grace talking to Ashley Banfield. You so he's got to be a girl? <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, I was talking to Drip Drop today and Drip Drop suggested that uh that that I be him. Are you get a clue? Crime lies and videotape. Somebody said get a clue. Isn't that you crime lies? <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Oh. But I do love you. I like your channel. Yeah. If that absolutely. is if that is you. Um it uh, can be were you saying the Nancy Grace cosplay was a good idea or something else? Uh and we really appreciate that Badfish Bear. That's a really nice comment. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We were we were <sighs> 
we try really hard to make content that people like watching. Like it's important to us, you guys. And um, I've been in business a long time. So I look at it as we're here working for you guys. So we love input. We love suggestions. We like when we hear that what we're doing is is good and, and you guys enjoy it. So we really appreciate that. And if you guys have any suggestions or ideas, uh, we definitely want them. We want to know about them. Yep. Like the stream if you haven't done it yet. It really helps a lot and we would appreciate it. And uh, Amanda called you out. You said doo-doo. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. That's super funny. I I've been highlighting it in the videos because you you say it a lot. You do do say it a lot. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, the criminology professor supervising BK WSU LEU of L. Wait. Admin MPD <laughs> needed this to be wrapped up quick. Students Agreed. not returning after the semester losing money. I, so. Yeah. We so I haven't seen anyone else talk about this figure yet. We talked about it in one of our videos, you guys, but the 40% loss in students equates to over $150 million a year from 40%. That is crazy. I think it was 150, maybe it was 140. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Did Crime Sleuth in post something? Oh, that's where you read it. Thank you. I will go check it out. Yeah. Drip drop doing drip drop. Yeah. Drip drops. Good people. I, I, I think there's a lot of people that don't understand his image. Um, but gosh, I've never seen the guy not super nice and positive and, uh, the world needs more positive people, you know? Oh, uh, hi Mikey. Yeah. I don't appreciate that. I don't think we got, uh, an answer to get a clue was that get a clue and thanks Sarah. because we definitely want to make sure to give you guys shouts out I'll shout outs i'll check the email um so so plus the u of Phoenix i know the yeah i think that was them uh like oh shoot let's try and fix this i know that they've been in conversations before that which can refute that information but i think they tried to speed up the process once they realized omg we're about to take 150 million dollar hit a year you know and that's at 40 percent. just imagine if it went more right yeah i think if that was um if that was him he would be honest for sure uh she said it's not it's not the same people oh 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 gotcha we'll see we'll see Yep. So I, I wanted to highlight this, you guys. Yeah. This was important in the video. And I, I don't feel like I put enough attention on it just because we were talking about other topics. Uh, because in that same Nancy Grace video, Nancy Grace has an expert come on. And this expert claims to be a vehicle and car expert. Okay. So while this is top of mind here, um, I did research into the Hyundai Elantras and that specific vehicle for this reason here cannot have GPS, you guys. It does not come with GPS. And I'm pretty sure that in the Nancy Grace video, they say 
Well, I heard that it came with some kind of black box or something like that. And he says, no, it, it comes with GPS. Now, most of these models all the way up through 2016 have vents that get in the way of a GPS unit. And what's funny in the Nancy Grace video, you guys, is they try and show you a picture of Koberger being pulled over and a GPS unit always has a large screen. It's always like yep. minimum four inches by six inches. It cannot be this little baby screen that we're seeing right here. Nope. This is a regular station and and they're trying to sell this idea that Koberger had uh GPS here. Brian Koberger so that I have receipts. Yeah, drip drop does go down rabbit holes. No one else is willing to go down. And I admire that a lot as well, Mountain Mama. And you know what's funny, CH, is we were both joking about both of us dressing up as drip drop on the next podcast. And both of us will just look like drip drop. We're not actually doing that, but. I told drip drop I was going to just to gauge his reaction and he was all for it. Really? Yeah. Maybe you should do it then. Okay, okay, here we go. We were thinking about even having like a fake drip drop sitting between us and pretending to talk to him. Look. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. This is not the GPS unit right here. That with the clock up oh, here. Oh, yeah, no way. That little baby screen, the no air way. vents right here. And then we go back over to here. That is this one. Yep. One of these two right here. Bam or bam. It is not that one right there that has the GPS screen. Correct. Yeah. And then when you look at the install. This is event data recording EDR. That's that black box, that hypersensitive black box that starts recording your speed, um, your turns. Um, some of them, yes, have GPS for insurance companies and things of that nature. But the, the black box, which wouldn't be in a GPS vehicle most of the time, okay? I'm sure there are some out there that have it. I'm not saying... It's impossible, but um, from the factory, it's unlikely for it to have a black box and a fully functioning GPS unit. Well, the black box vehicles are 2013 to 2019. You guys probably can't see this. It's probably too small. I apologize. I, I don't think I can make it bigger. No, you'd have to pull up the actual document. Yeah, it doesn't let me. It doesn't let me. Um, but it says 2013 to 2019 Hyundai Elantra for the black box model. So um, I found that super interesting and just more reason to question these things. You know, I, I think the whole basis of our channel, you guys, is to question 
as flip-flop that is so funny oh my gosh butter also had a question uh saying i don't see where enrollment is down it's up can you show articles? yes please? i can so just um, finish this first and then we'll go into i mean one. i'm i'm pretty oh, done, done with this i don't have the information pulled up but i'm assuming if butter sees where the enrollment is not down i i know what document you're looking at so because I thought that at first too, but then you got to remember being in sales my, my whole life. When you, when you gauge your sales in comparison to the past, you never do it quarter to quarter, you guys, because what you're going to be looking at is a winter semester versus a spring semester. Spring semester is always the bulk of a school's um, students signing up. A winter semester is not. So what you need to look at is the 20 the 2023 spring semester versus the 2022 spring semester. So you got to look year over year at it. And when you look at year over year, it's not 40% down. 40% is how many students left after the crime in the winter right. semester. In the spring semester, I believe, I, I'm somewhat guesstimating here, but I believe it was... 24 or 27% down year over year. And I don't have that readily available. I'm sorry, guys. Thank you, uh, Mikey S. Oh, appreciate that, Katie. Yes. Um, so I did see your comment saying that Crime Sleuth and called a Hyundai expert and confirmed that there wasn't a GPS in the car. Oh, the, that's awesome. And CH said it's an event data recorder. Or yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So good. Because I, I didn't know that. Yeah, because Nancy Grace is out here peddling lies with her supposed expert. Yep. I, I just posted the Twitter, you guys. I know we said this a little bit ago, but we have some new people on here. Um, people can never find our Twitter because the handle is not Thought Riot Podcast. Like all of them, it's Thought Riot Pod because you only get that many letters. But yeah, um, no, yeah, that's that's awesome that they called up somebody who knew exactly that. That's even more backing on it because in that Nancy Grace episode, that was the same episode that she put Ann Taylor down, you know, here, let me, let me put down my peers for doing their job and then call in an expert who clearly doesn't know what they're talking about because really? the Hyundai Elantras do not come with GPS stock on those years. No, you have to upgrade to get it. I, I don't even know if you can upgrade to get it until 20. 19 i think but i could be wrong i could be wrong no, you I guys. Think, uh jeff here actually left a comment the 2015 hyundai elantra did indeed come with a gps but only as a part as part okay. of the upgraded infotainment package yep this package added a seven inch touchscreen to the center dash so i stand corrected i am wrong there um as long as that is Good. I, I just haven't checked into it, but I thought when I was checking the event data recorder, it was saying that 2019 is the first year, but 2015 could be here. Let me see this real quick just to change the picture. 
2015 could be when they moved these around. So the reason why it's not even possible for anything under that version is because of these vents right here. These vents stop them from putting anything aftermarket in it. It stops them from uh, having a stock G like it's literally impossible. Even if you wanted to put a GPS in after the fact, you could not, not in the dash because of these vents right here. Yeah, but you're even right here, you showed 2014 to 2016. Yeah, so but, that's the upgrade. Yes, but when I was reading, there was some, oh, oh, yeah, you're right. You're it's right. The whole thing okay. is different. You're right. The whole thing. Yep, yep. You're right. You're right. Good call. So uh, Ian said, to be honest, I've been hearing the enrollment wasn't deeply impacted. I'll dig around to see if I can find concrete info. And it sounds like Heather said she was going off of annual reports. I do know we pulled up some information a while ago. Um, and I believe it was reports, uh, yeah. like official reports. But it, here. It, it was down pretty significant from what I saw. Um, when you check spring 2023 to spring 2022, uh, I think the comparison was 20 something percent difference. Okay. So spring 2023, it was up a little bit. Yeah. I, I have that written down somewhere. It must've been updated then and changed yeah, because, but, that, but that's okay. Like how, how I found out and why I'm certain of this is because we had somebody in chat that was saying, no, they aren't impacted. They aren't impacted. And uh, I said, oh, maybe that's true. I, I don't know, but I just know that you can't look at winter to spring. And then they responded back with a comment and uh, an email saying, hey, I wanted to let you know what I found. And they sent me pictures saying that when you look at spring versus spring, they are down this amount. So like there, there was just multiple communications on why I thought that was what it was, but maybe those are updated numbers. I'm not sure. We, that was a couple months ago. We looked into that. Well, you need to look at those pictures. Cause why would they update them later? Uh, I mean, because you have late entries into spring enrollment, technically spring enrollment could be oh. from March all the way until the end of the semester. And let's say there have been people that were, were added that entire time because they're trying to fill up spots. They're trying to fill up holes. So the, the, uh, the spring, the spring semester enrollment in the beginning could be different than what it was at the end. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that maybe it was down until later on when people started deciding to come back. Um, don't forget, they let students learn from wherever they felt safest online campus. There was a significant yeah. major financial loss. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Right, when did the certain numbers come out? Yeah, Exactly. Yep. Yep. And I think any of those can be, it, it, that's definitely not something we're, will, you know that, Ian, that's not something we, I'm willing to lean on like concrete and, and say for sure this is what it was. But at least at that time, that's what they were. And you know how slow colleges move. That could be delayed updates, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we appreciate that, Jeff. Thank you yeah. very much. We try to be, um, and then 
if we're wrong about something, I try really hard to just quickly, hey, sorry, I'm wrong, you know, because especially when you're in a think tank, you're wrong more than you're right in a think mm -hmm. tank, you know, but you're looking for that one right piece of uh, needle in a haystack. And in order to get there, you got to be wrong a whole bunch of times. <laughs> so, Oh, appreciate that, Mish girl. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Um, and Heather, December 30th by second semester, the mend was on. Okay. So then what, what I want to know is when the them trying to acquire University of Phoenix started. So remember, we started looking into that when you had originally brought it up on one of the pre-recorded podcasts. So it's hard to find online, but there it's gotten the most attention since this crime has started. But when I was looking into it, I believe I need to verify this. You guys, I, I need to create a file, like a really organized file where I can pull things up really quickly when we're on here that I'll put that on the list of things to do. But, um, they, I believe I was able to find communications about the acquire them acquiring Phoenix six weeks before the crime occurred. Mm, okay. So, um, that, that takes away some boom to that, you know? Yeah. But yeah. they might not have been serious. We appreciate that you guys. So, um, yeah, thank you. Idaho's getting closer to you. How? Oh, University of Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised how many issues that college, that online college has. I, I was blown away. It's crazy. How, how can you have that many issues? It almost feels like that college was set up with the intention of doing criminal things. I know. It's wild. So. I got confused in one of the videos because um, what what's the party school? The Phoenix party school. I always get them mixed up because of this. So there's the University of Phoenix, which is online. And then and Phoenix then, University, right? No, ASU, Arizona State, ASU, oh, okay. ASU is. So when I had just graduated high school, ASU was the number one party school in the nation. So we used to drive out there on the weekends, end up staying for weeks at a time, most of the time. But um, they, because it was the number one party school, they had so much partying going on. They had two or three, maybe it was four deaths in a row. And they, they started losing people left and right. They started losing um, athletes. They started using, losing uh, regular students, they started losing their fraternities and sororities. So they had to do something quick and they leaned into the university of Phoenix, which gets me confused every single time because the university of Phoenix is a separate entity, but they helped support ASU with an online portal for their students during that time, because they weren't sure if kids were dying from, uh, Partying to honest reasons, like just being kids and, and having an accident or if somebody was doing it, which I, if I'm remembering correct, uh, they ended up determining it, it was an accident because three of them, I think died in the river because it, it's pretty common there to go tubing. So uh, a whole bunch of people will, will 
tie a whole bunch of tubes together and go down the river drinking uh, and then have somebody pick you up at the bottom. Well, people would get too drunk. People drowned. And then I think there was one shooting on top of that, which ended up being like three or four people. But they leaned into the University of Phoenix to get them through that. And I wonder if that's where Idaho got the cue from. Hmm. Like, well, why don't we just buy this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe. Because based on the math calculations, if 40% of students bring in an overall total of living expenses of $150 plus million annually, that means that the total student body base would bring in anywhere between 400 to 500 million annually for Moscow. <laughs> that is so much money. Yeah. An insane amount of money. Yeah. It's a scary amount of money, in it's my opinion. That's a half of a billion dollars. 0.4 to 0.5 of a billion. Yeah. Water water and drinking doesn't seem to go that great together, but it also goes super great together. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just do it responsibly. Yeah. It's super fun, but, you know, college is like where you party the hardest. I most of these kids aren't just drinking, you know, they're doing shrooms, they're doing uppers and downers and drinking yeah. and you know what I mean? It's always okay. And what else can I do? So it was a bad situation. Who? She is all over the board with remarks. She, they are susceptible to have her history brought out in court. Oh, uh, the aunt, the aunt. Yeah. 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 Possibly. Um, I think that the prosecution and the defense would stay away from that personally, but um, you never know. Yeah. Maybe they could retail monies after the crime. Wonder if less was paid and all compared to what was originally agreed on. I don't know. I mean, the payment structure for university of phoenix is already really strange you guys so based on what that contract was that we had read they they have to pay x amount if they gain x amount yeah and it doesn't explain what happens if they don't gain that x amount no it doesn't but the way that it's worded is we're going to get 150 million dollars from our um what was it from um, from enrollment and uh, they would make up the gap with their investment, their investment percentages. So they would be given one hundred and fifty million dollars annually based on enrollment and investment. And then that one hundred and fifty million was owed to buy the school annually. So like no money is being swapped. Mm -hmm. essentially university of Phoenix is taking their own $150 million and, and putting it back into the school and Idaho isn't paying anything. Strange, strange, right? Yeah. That's not the aunt speaking. It's the guy who sold the story to the sun twice so far. Interesting theory. <laughs> 
And thank you, Mikey, for sending that. Yeah, thank you. And for everyone that's on here, we, we've gotten quite a few messages over the past week. Um, and I even did it to Drunk Turkey Show, man. I feel super bad about it. But um, this week, I was super late on editing. I was doing editing all the way up until today, and that never happens. I usually am done by Sunday night or Monday midday. And I was editing all the way up till today. And a whole, we got backed up on a whole bunch of emails. Yeah, so if any did. of you have emailed us, I apologize. I will get to them. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start going through some tomorrow too. And I know we have some requests for some emotes and stuff. I'm going to try to get most knock of those some out. done tomorrow too. Yeah. Fix the ADHD one. Hmm? Fix the ADHD one. Yeah. I do need to fix that one. And we got to make the king of the chat thing. Um, should it be king of the chat or like, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because there's just going to be an emote, but yeah, it's got to be, um, something military related Yeah, for king of the chat. Michael is the first one to really like invest yeah. that. So mm -hmm. I think that the crown for the king of the chat from now till forever should have some kind of military reference to it. I think yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to find a crown that's camo or a helmet and put a crown on it. The Kevlar oh, yeah. helmet. Sarah, I did just open that email because you said you sent it. What is it? It's from the frat and it's this guy. He has a K-bar knife in his hand. You know, I, I've seen randomly, and I, I forgot to say no. K-Bar <laughs> Knives in the frat house, and I've I've wondered about that in the past. No, no. Yeah, we are. We're what fixed. Did you do? I I clicked a, a button on the mouse. <laughs> Remember, you guys, for those of you that are new, sometimes I have a wacky hand because uh, I can't feel my right hand. Have I have you ever no shown feeling. That scar? Yeah, I've shown it on, on stream. I don't think you can see it really good. See that lump there? Oh, that lump looks terrible. Yeah. Why does it look so much worse on camera? I don't know. I can't make it pop out right now. The scar you can see way better in person, but the lump looks way worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ian, <laughs> was it but something I, I said? <laughs> Thanks for the super chat, Ian. But I have no feeling in my right hand. So sometimes this mouse that has like 27 and a half buttons on it, I click the wrong thing sometimes. <laughs> he said don't click. No, I won't make it pop. It's still, it hurts. My wrist still hurts. I just can't feel any of my hand. Alien chip? Maybe. Right. Please don't make it pop. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where, where Hi, was Dirty I? Clean. Oh, I was uh, replying to 
Thank you. We really appreciate that. Brian. Yeah. The drunken tubing. I, I think what they were suggesting is responsible drunken tubing because that is the outcome, you know? Yeah. We really ASU. We appreciate that drunken clean. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Did I say drunken clean? Yeah. Dirty clean. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I. What? <laughs> feelings in my right hand implies you have feelings elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember, I'm Illuminati because of my glasses. Ready? Yeah, we got comments that Brendan's in the Illuminati. Because of this. Because of my sexy uh, librarian pose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that picture is super interesting. Do you want to pull it up? Yeah, what is it? It's uh, It's in our contact email. Okay. Why did they go? So, okay, it's Moscow axe throwing. So I guess it's not a frat. What is Moscow axe throwing? And why would he, yeah, why would he flex a K-bar like that? I don't know. Hang on. How close is this? Like, okay, Moscow axe throwing. Okay, where is it? So I'm not it's an getting it. Axe throwing venue. Wait, where is it though? You're not in the contact email. Ah, you're in the regular one. And they host okay company events. He's about to pull it up in a second, guys. But this is from Palouse Animal Wellness and Surgery Center. Oh, the filleting of the dog and yeah, the animals and stuff. Right I here, see where you're going. So, which with this. one? All of them? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, they're all one. Yeah, they're all. One. Oh, okay, got it. Okay. Oh, that was that all one? Yeah. It only showed one tiny part. No. Remember, open and finder, and it'll pop up at the top. It's way faster Sometimes than searching. Like looking, okay. Okay. Oh wait, you're right. Hold hit on. Hit open image and right click, and hit open image and new tab, and then you can pull them up. No, I can't. Why? Okay, not that one, but you can pull up the other one. This one and this one. Okay. Okay. Got it. So, but I, I'm in Safari here. So hang on. You can't drag and drop. Nope. You can copy the link though. Yeah, but I'm not logged in over here. So hang on. Let's just see. Oh, okay. Yeah. It works. Cool. All right. Well, let me pull all these up real quick here. Not.
Okay, that's two. Vinlanders like axes. And last one. Oh, good night, Violetta. Good night. Have a good walk with your pups. Okay, so now let's zoom these bad boys. Just make a new Twitter, Ian. Oh, man, it gets a little wonky. Okay, so. <laughs> Ian said Illuminati guys would be a great channel name. Who looks like Sniper Wolf? Me? I don't think I look like her. Do I? Or wait, he does. You're saying with the glasses. Okay. <laughs> she just got in trouble. For doxing somebody's house. Jack's Films house. It's pretty messed up. Just settle your issues with creators in private. Not filming outside their house. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> we got a first-hand look of, at how that goes. Oh, YouTube straight up let her go? Whoa. No way. Yeah, she got in trouble. Jeez. I didn't realize that YouTube let her go, though. Okay, so this is on Facebook, right? Oh, she stole so content? Me. Oh. Yeah, but she's a React streamer, so is that considered stealing content? Yeah, we know you couldn't see the screen. He was trying to transfer all the pictures over from the email so we could look at them. And, here and get they them are. zoomed. Yeah. So this is a... Uh, it's, it's rough quality for us, too, because they were small pictures. But this is a... Uh, is that a machete? No, it's a K-bar. It's a K-bar. Which there's an up close picture in a minute. This is just showing um, that it's from Palouse Animal Wellness and Surgery Center. So it's a veterinarian clinic, um, maybe like more like a hospital, I would assume. And it says, and they thank have you, a Moscow, Moscow Axe Throwing for a Spectacular part Staff Party. So there's people holding axes in the picture. And this guy's just in the back holding up a K-bar. My God. Do they offer K-bars at that throwing place? I don't know. I just pulled up the website. We can look. Yeah. Moscow axe and knife throw? Moscow axe throwing. Oh, and knife throwing venue. You're right. So. Axes 101, but they don't have a knife 101. I wonder if they do knives there. That would be interesting, scary, because that would make it really hard to track that somebody could just go here and potentially steal one that's oh. never able to be tracked or take one, do a crime, and return it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if oh, I can... you guys got to see my costume this week. <laughs> this week's costume is going to be good. We're doing costumes all October. Yeah. 
All right, so insensible and wired knife. Oh, this is the close-up. Yep. That's like a safety K bar though. That's that's a that has a big hand guard. Huh? I wonder if that is because it's supplied to throw. Maybe. I, I don't know. But that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. And then what is this one? <clears throat> the missing puzzle pieces, Idaho 4. I use J is for justice, full grub truck video. Please go check it out. Moscow axe throwing owners were at the grub truck that night. Ugh. That's a little weird. Yeah, I actually got pretty good at throwing knives. You can throw a regular K-bar? Okay. Yeah. You can throw any knife. I've stuck a straight-up butcher knife before. Yeah, because they're weighted pretty well. I, I think it makes sense that they would be good for throwing. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Ian's talking about making animations of self in a channel called Illuminati, guys. Oh, that would be funny. So they considered her content not transformative. Got you. Uh. So you think this has any weight to it? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's all gonna come, it's all gonna depend on verifying. Should we call Where? them and ask them if they supply K-bars? I don't I feel like that's harassing, but I I can ask, yeah. Yeah, just call and say, "Hey, what kind of um like knives do you knives offer? and axes do you throw do you supply for throwing?" If I was them though, I would not be like, "Oh yeah, dude, we got K-bars like like you wouldn't even believe every K-bar ever made ever forever." You know? Yeah. I mean, I would just say, like, do you got ninja stars? Okay, yeah. Are they just like those basic little thin throwing knives, or do you guys have other types? Yeah, I'm You're thinking about I'm you thinking need to about call. booking this uh for an, an event for you know my my business. Yeah, there's an axe throwing place like really close to here. I could stop by there too and just see. So, yeah, you should also ask them, is it standard to like supply K bars? In these kind of, you know, venues. Yeah. Hmm. That's super smart, though. If somebody went somewhere like that and stole one, like it would so there's be. no purchase record. Yeah. And nobody yeah. knows who stole it necessarily, unless they track that stuff super well. I don't know. With Brian being focused on the tech side of uh, evidence gathering, I would expect him to know these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? But could time have been the essence and he felt rushed and like, oh, you know, she's moving away. I got to do this or, you know, any other reason. I'm just using it as an example uh, and made mistakes by jumping the gun. I think that's possible, too. You know? Mm hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to do, Amanda. Yeah. Just ask them what all is available to throw. I'm just curious. Same dimensions. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. These are good pictures, though, because, yeah, it, you know how many you know how many comments we've gotten where people from the Moscow area have said, um, I don't really know why they're looking on Amazon. I don't know why they're looking all over the place for these knives. They're all over here, all over here. Yeah, I mean, that was what I was saying to you the other day is that there's even a picture of Dylan holding a K-Bar knife. Yeah. Yeah. And that one's legit, not the weird one that they photoshopped. It's it's another one. Yeah. That's like from a party or something. There is a couple photos of Dylan holding uh, a machete, too. It doesn't look like a very good machete for a crime of this nature, but it is a machete. But isn't that weird? Why is there so many pictures of people holding knives in this town? Like, what the heck? Is it a hunting thing and they're all just hunters? I don't know. Mm. I mean, I know you're not taking a machete to go hunting unless you're setting up like a, a shooter's post or something like that. And you got to clear some branches. But... um. Yeah. yeah, but Mikey, one thing with that is from memory, which I'd have to go back and listen to mm -hmm. it, I believe mm -hmm. he said he didn't remember what state um, th those plates were from. And he started like kind of thinking it's like desert, mountains, like what if it was legit just Washington plates and it was Kaylee's SUV because Kaylee had a new black SUV. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> Like, I or just, I don't, dealer plates, or dealer plates, or rental car plates. You know what I mean? Like that was a new car, and you don't get plates oh, with your new car. Good point. They so been was it hers? Plates. Yeah. And they were dealer plates with a picture on it, and it was literally a picture of a desert, <laughs> like no numbers. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't put a ton of weight into Enon Harsh, to be honest. Yeah, I know a lot of people do. A lot of people do. If I'm missing something, let me know. Like, definitely send me stuff if I'm missing something. But I just don't put a lot of weight into that dude. Yeah, that K-Bar could have been, could have belonged to someone in the house to use for protection. I I agree. It could have came from that. I really think that it, it it's important when we're talking on topics like this to emphasize that it could have came from anywhere. Mm -hmm. Anywhere. Any possibility. It could have been found somewhere. You yeah. know, it could be passed down from a family member. Yeah. It could have a mismatching sheath to a different knife. It could be an original knife with a replacement sheath. It could have been bought off Amazon. It could have been bought from the local military store. It, it could have been anything. Anything. No way, Amanda. DM wiped her whole page. Of course she did. Oh. Uh, I need Ian's help learning how to use the Wayback Machine. The what? The Wayback Machine. What Internet Ar Internet Archives. Oh, the Internet Archives. Yeah. Yeah, because you have We've to We've used have, them. You have to Funny. have the... No. Yeah. I haven't. You have to have the exact 
link. I don't think so. Yeah. Not the ones I was I have been using. Well, then you're using something else. It's not the way yeah, back. Machine. Actually, I think I am using something else. I think I'm using um a, a media finder for old papers and things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm trying to find other things. Yeah, I can find them. I can. Because I, I can figure I, it out. I was doing it to kind of track some of the Delphi stuff. But you should learn how Ian does it, though, because I bet there are multiple ways to do it. Yeah, because you have to have the exact URL. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't even For know the if this gray exists. Internet. Yeah. I don't yep. even know if this exists. So how am I going to have a URL? But I will reach out to you, Ian, because I need help. That, <laughs> I don't know what to do. That search is like that gray Internet of what we talked about. Yeah. You know how there's the, the dark web or whatever, which is a big bulk of what the Internet is with very specific coding and numbers and HTML, mm. whatever. And then there's the gray internet and that'll save literally everything from what the internet is that we know of. And the internet that we know of is like the smallest portion of the internet there is. What? They sell K bars in bargain bins out there. Walmarts. Yeah. That's what we were talking about the other day. We were. Yeah. Someone from that area was saying that Walmart supplies them. Okay, I didn't realize they were in bargain bins, though. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's not super easy, dirty clean. I know. Um, did you guys see the video of the tunnel under 1122? I don't know if it's real, but no. No, but I'd love to see it because we want to go. I'm, yeah. I want to go. We, me and Brendan and Drip Drop all want to go explore the tunnels yep. together. Yep. I think I think who is on board currently right now is Drip Drop, Harsh Reality, and us. And we we're gonna have a lookout. Probably the lookout be harsh because he's the biggest and the most scary person to stop somebody. Or it could be me. Yeah. I guess you don't have to. But what if I get interrupted if with... I'm standing there alone? <laughs> Just a random drive by shank. I mean, yeah, if you're the lookout, then you don't you don't go about it aggressively. You go about it seductively. Well, duh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. Then why would they shank you? Because there's like girls just dying there of knife wounds. Yeah, I guess. There could be a killer on the loose. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Harsh ring dripped off some mask. Yes. Oh yeah, drip said you could come, Amanda. Yeah. You should come. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm really game to go, for real. I would I do too. it. I would do it. And it, if there's not a if there's not a real easy entrance point, you could probably find one of those drains that's on the side of the road, uh the storm drains for flooding and and slide in there. Yeah, harsh will charm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah, you should download Discord Dirty Clean for sure. Yep. Yep. I'll post the Discord invite one more time for everyone. Give me one second here. <laughs> I should be able to use the same invite, so it should only take me a second.
Pennywise action. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, you guys, this has been an awesome chat. This <laughs> has turned into something incredible. <laughs> no yellow ponchos. What? Do you want to get caught? Why would you wear a yellow poncho? Peace and love said she wants in too. Yeah. Peace, love, Lynn. Um, <laughs> so many people oh, are going to want to come. We're going to be like a whole balloons. gang. Yeah. Red balloon. Oh, okay. We're, we're all going to have to hide behind trees like the big group of us. And then one person will run and slide down under there, and then we'll we'll light the other but the other people like okay, clear. Next person, run, slide into the tunnel. Okay, so do we need to order some um some of those suits that Brian Koberger was wearing to Ew. avoid the bed bugs? That would be nasty, man. I wouldn't go. I'm allergic to all bugs, all of them. I need to ask a random question about soldering. Yeah. I know about soldering and stuff. I don't. I actually learned how to weld in high school. Yeah, welding's fun. It's different. But yeah. It's similar. Yeah, my... Uh... I know, we got it, Amanda. <laughs> What what's that one cutter? That's my favorite. It literally cuts anything, no matter how thick. What is it? An ion cutter? Hmm? Is it an ion cutter? You're acting like I should know this. I don't know. Normally, you use it when you're welding. It makes everything butter. Oh, um, I don't remember what it is. Oh, plasma, plasma cutter, the yeah. plasma cutter. Yep, those are fun to play with and build with too. You can do some really cool art on sheet metal with a plasma cutter. Oh, they do tours? Yeah, but I don't want to tour because I don't I don't I don't want to just go where they tell me I can go. Yeah. Maybe it was an axe and not a big knife used with how they were found and it would be more realistic with the time. Well, I don't know because an axe could get stuck. Right? Yeah, axes get stuck. De depending on what kind of axe it is, if it's one of those axes that have, let me see, if it has that big curve, like a real big curve, it's less likely to get stuck uh, in anything. I'm not. Don't imagine a person. Imagine like wood or something. It's less likely to get stuck in there because you have that round bit to be able to roll it up, you know? No way. The Axe Club is 0.4 miles or nine-minute walk from the Corner Club. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, I'll bake some cookies and distract them, maybe cook some gummies in them. Yeah. <laughs> I will... if. If we can go, I will live stream. Yeah, we'd be like the Area 51 people, but I'm not going to be. What is that? That charge run that guy was doing? The charge What is run? it called? I can't I don't remember know. the name. That guy that was at Area 51. It became like a meme. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, like Twin Peaks. Yeah. Just a town of weirdos. Uh, good night, Kim. Appreciate it. Live yes, stream Don it. Donnie knew plasma. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the plasma would melt K bar knives. Do them for sure. Do them dishes, Donnie. 
It makes everything butter yum. Ghostbuster outfits in the tunnels. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who said that? Uh, CH. Where? Down at the bottom. Oh, that's super funny. Oh, the Naruto. Yes. Yes. You guys are right. It was the Naruto run. Yeah. I An axe is a very, very, very tough weapon to be speedy with it would be rough to be fast with an axe i think so too yeah uh mountain mama do you think there's any truth to the fight club in the tunnels i don't know so he, here's how i manage it with that information because at Thought Riot, we make it a point to, to be willing to talk about everything. We're not going to discount anything. There's no such thing as too much information. That just doesn't exist, you guys. But when I talk about a theory, I try really hard to find at least one piece of evidence that I can tie into reality and concrete with the Fight Club I haven't been able to find anything yet, you guys. Not real. Not the firsthand account doesn't count because those statements can be said by anybody. Like we need a picture. We need yeah. uh, a social media that shows it happening with a confirmation of being locally. Um, that, or a video from a local who's been down there and yeah. like, filmed it. Right. I'm sure they filmed it. Right. It happened, right. They for sure took videos. And and I didn't take it that way. <laughs> you need help. It's uh, it's really just about getting your bead, Ian. And that's the that was the hardest part for me. Yeah. It's just getting it down. It just takes practice. Yeah. A tomahawk? Maybe. Axe is heavy. Yeah. The tomahawks are heavy, too. They are. They and are. Thanks, Mikey. Yeah. We, we want to keep it drama-free. Drama-free really isn't conducive to, like, thinking critically or digging into, you know, information. Like, there's just no place for it, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah he was literally saying it as I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> We want it to be like a think tank in Thought Riot, you guys. Yeah. And we're trying really hard to stay in the true crime talk show essence during the show. And then we get to a point towards the end where we're able to chat like this and, and, and really interact with everyone. But more than likely, like the first 1.5 hours or one and a half hours of the show will be strictly like talk show focused. Right. And then, um, the last part of it will be more communicating. Yeah. I feel like that's fair. Uh, Ryan, Amanda's boyfriend's here, liked and sung. Yeah, we we're really happy to have you. We Absolutely, love, we love Amanda. Absolutely, and love you by proxy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's exactly right. Like friends around a bonfire. Yes. Friends. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I love bonfires. I don't you hate them i know you literally hate them yep and i can't understand it because they make me smell <laughs> i don't like smelling like a fire you know i literally got a candle i think it's it's uh it's the woodwick candles and one i can't remember what it's called it's gray and it smells like a fire like a bonfire and like fall it is the most incredible candle ever if you're obsessed with like fall and bonfires and stuff 
Oh my god. I'm obsessed with and fall, but not bonfires. He broke it. Who? You. <laughs> you broke it. <laughs> it didn't buy me another one. You could just like go wash your clothes and then there's and take a shower and Febreze yourself, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Febreze. That works. Listen, you guys, I grew up around bonfires. Like that's Me too. So when that's you why I love it. When you go boating, it's nonstop bonfires. When you go dirt biking every weekend, literally every day. I rode dirt bikes almost every day. Uh bonfires nonstop. And uh I don't I just got tired of smelling like fire everything in my house smelled smells, like fire smells great yeah yeah that's what we want dirty clean the it's university great. has a lot to lose 150 million dollars is no joke that's yeah. why i put such an emphasis on that that is a scary amount of money 150 million dollars is an absurd amount of money locally oh my gosh jay ray violently ill i wonder if there was some kind of gas in the tunnels or if it was literally like a ghost or something or a demon you know how that would be so embarrassing it's just a gas <laughs> it's just gas <laughs> yep half of if it's only half of you that gives it more weight actually i think because if it's mm -hmm. gas wouldn't everybody be ill or is it no, come to not biology? necessarily? I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah. Weird. You know, I had a Ouija board experience uh, drinking in somebody's basement. And there was about like eight people sitting around a little coffee table. We're around a little coffee table and we had the Ouija board on there and we're all like paying attention and we're drinking. And then all of a sudden the little thing moved while nobody was touching it in a water bottle that was sitting on a water heater across the room. Nobody's over there literally flies and hits a wall and everybody Every last person, even like the dudes there, ran out screaming. Really? And then we all came back in. And we're like, okay, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. This isn't real. There's no way this is real. Somebody is playing a trick. And we go look, and they're like, no, look, there's a water ring there. Like, so it was sitting there. Nobody came in and like played a trick on us and threw it. It was sitting there for sure. Yeah. And we were all like trying to play detective to figure it out. I don't even want to go into my experiences. I've had so many that I've told them a lot. And it, if I was somebody listening to my experiences, I'd be like, dude, no way. He's making it up. Whoa, no way, Mountain Mama. I've never heard of that. That is awesome. I want one. But I like the smell. But I would get one just to get Brendan around a bonfire. <laughs> It's it's legal to smell like that here. We don't need. <laughs> That's funny. All we right. We don't need secret lockers with notes. <laughs> and and just a just a reminder, you guys. So uh, I will be posting more of the members only content. So um, for those of you that are new here, there are a lot of our viewers that that want stories from the past where some of my criminal experiences come from. Um, and it that's just I don't want to 
I don't want to glorify any of that stuff. So I just feel like it's best behind a paywall. Um, so I, I'm absolutely going to do it. And that's the plan to do it soon. And, uh, just want to let you know that it will be out there like the chat from last night. It's just, it'll be a, a member's. You got to tell, uh, some of your ghost stories too. I will. I will. I'll do them separate though. So it's not in, uh, a very logical attempted critical thinking type video um, because they're spooky, man. They're spooky. So there is the most demonic city. And you guys might know this that are from SoCal or California. The most demonic city in the world is Redlands, California. Redlands, R-E-D-L-A-N-D-S, California. And um, we would drive all the way out there to go ghost hunting. And there's like 10 locations that are seriously haunted, according to everything that you can read uh, in that area. And there is 100% people doing like demonic type rituals at public parks and things like that. Just look it up. You guys will see. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. It was just supposed to be a board game, I thought. What? Like, that's Ouija? what everybody told me. It was just a board game. Ugh. Not really. Yes, the fraudulent call for noise to 1122 when we had Nada KG came out to meet the police. That, dude. Yeah. I see the same thing in that body cam footage. So, I saw Dirty Clean said, Brendan, what mirror thing? Did you mention a mirror? What mirror thing? Yeah, I don't think he mentioned a mirror. I think it was just Mikey saying that his, Brendan's experiences sound similar to his mirror, his experiences. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've had some strange ones. What's so funny, J-Ray? Yeah, I, I think all that stuff is no joke. Yeah. In Redlands, yeah. Redlands is known as, as known as very, very haunted. Yeah. They have, let me think, hang on. They have the House of a Thousand Stairs. Um, they have... Yeah, I mean, I had an experience, so I know it's not just a board game. They have a house that had a similar crime to, like, 1122 um, that has tons of evidence of a haunting. They have a school haunting where um, I think a couple kids or maybe one uh, had an accidental ending. There are three or four different parks that have had uh, horrible crimes and um, like ritual type stuff go on there. There's a lot. There's a lot in that area. So we'd make the commitment and drive, you know, two hours just to go out there when I was younger. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. Dirty, clean. 
Should I just call you dirty or should I just call you clean? Are you dirty or are you clean? Or do you just want to be called dirty clean? <laughs> dirty clean. Like that. Yeah. Can't wait to talk to you in Discord. Everybody have a wonderful night. And J-Ray, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, it is not just a board game. but Yeah, I saw uh, Lynn said Has Hasbro did it. Or Hasbro. What? Is it Hasbro? Yeah. Good night. It's has bro. All right. All right, everybody. Hey, we appreciate all of you. This is Thought Riot Podcast, the true crime talk show brought to you by Thought Riot Podcast. And uh, this has been an awesome, awesome, awesome stream with a ton of good information. I feel like this went down just the right path and we got to talk about all the new stuff that had come out with uh you know everything from the large sharp bladed object to uh the ant to um some of the new content coming out and videos coming out uh so as always we appreciate all of you love yeah. you all and we welcome all the new members. Welcome, welcome. We've been posting the uh, members' welcome pictures in the community on YouTube. And by the way, that is only members see that. So I know some people don't want their name thrown out there. Not not your actual name, but even your, your YouTube name. And only members can see those. So uh, it's just so other members can welcome other members and things like that but uh yeah we appreciate you yes flip flop flip flop, flop for the win <laughs> that's so funny it is flip flop what's the opposite of a spider because i'll do like a fly like unicorn or just flies <laughs> or butterflies butterflies <laughs> yeah it was good to talk to all of you it was a great live stream have a great night yeah have a good night everybody yep we appreciate it all the love yes love you all and to all a good night yep good night <laughs>